Hello, and welcome to Mouse Rants. My name is Patrick, and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. You'll be boarding the podcast in just a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with some important legal information. In a moment, the theme song will start playing. Please keep your headphones on and supply yourself with a Guinness or whiskey on the rocks. The following show contains language and discussions that are adult in nature. Soon you will be airborne, so if you find this inappropriate for you or your smaller aviators, you might want to wait for your party at the arrival gate. Okay, let's review. That's podcast, Guinness, whiskey, fear of language, keep your headphones on at all times, and anything else? Oh yeah, have a nice flight. Today's onboard feature will be... Mouse Rants. Mouse Rants! Jerry Skins with me as always is my co-host Simone Duh Milo. How are you doing today, Simone? I'm doing all right. What's up, Yeah, you, you sounded like freaking Stevie from Malcolm because you were doing that weird uh, pause, the like breathy <gasps> thing. Simone. <laughs> Duh. Milo, what is Stevie up to nowadays? I don't know. He's very strong, I think. He's... Didn't we see a picture with him with, like, super muscles? <laughs> yeah, he was all, like, buff and stuff. Keep coughing into the mic. It'll be great. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> this is a very nice cough. Why are you coughing again? I thought that was over with, like, a oh, while ago. What no, happened? No, it's cold today. It's cold as fuck. Not in this apartment, it's not. No, but outside it was cold as fuck, and I was standing out there. God, it was terrible. Um, today we're going to talk about um, something that we don't normally talk about. We're actually not going to be talking much about Disney, are we? <laughs> no, we're going to do something very unconventional. We, we are doing something different. Um, we want to take a slight break and, and talk about some stuff that we were interested in that we think that our entire audience would be interested in. Um, so we're going to actually give a couple like reviews um, of things that not everybody got to see and then one thing that everyone had the chance to see but we completely disagree with the majority of the people who we saw posting on social media yes so i think we just tell them right out what it's going to be so okay so first we're going to be talking about we saw excuse me i'm not editing that yes the other thing we're late on this episode already we're recording it after it's supposed to have been released so no editing um that that clearing of the throat was because I fucking had to start the episode like an asshole, by the way. Oh, shit. The, uh, Steven Tyler. That's what know. happens, and that's why Steven Tyler always, like, butchers, like, the national anthem and shit, because he, he always like butchers the I don't know, he only butchers. How often once. does he do the national anthem? Is that, like, a daily routine? No, he wakes up? He, no, he's he, like, oh, say, can you say? That's All exactly, right! Yeah, that's exactly it. He oh. should sing it on the, uh, imagine you're, like, sitting next to him, like, on the freaking rock and roller coaster, and he just sings the national anthem doesn't even sing like a freaking like i'd be annoyed because i'd be like if you're gonna sit next to steven tyler on the rock and roller coaster you want to hear him like literally sing exactly what's playing out of the speakers otherwise it's gonna be like 
you know when you're walking down downtown Disney or oh, uh, oh, yeah, Disney yeah, Springs? Yeah, and, and then you hear like 500 different songs. Right, like, we all talked like, about in our yeah. live episode how all the music blends together. I know. That, that's what it would be. You'd be like, oh, stop! Uh, Just stop! like, Baby Got Back, and then freaking Sweet Caroline, and then it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, Baby Got it's just like, I like big butts and I cannot wait, Caroline. Wow, wow, wow. Stop. And then terrible. it's like, sell out by real big fish. Yeah. Things have nothing to do with each other. Yeah, absolutely nothing. No. Um, <laughs> so today we, we um, well, not today, but we just recently saw a uh, screener. Um, I guess it's not really a screener. Not screener. A screening. Screening. Thank you. Yeah, we saw a screening. A special advanced uh, screening yeah. of of uh, Punk's Dead, which is also titled SLC Punk Two. Duh. Punk's Dead, which is not really the title because if you look it up on IMDb, it's just Punk's Dead, oh. which I like better because well, we'll talk about how it's, it's like not Rambo. really a direct series. Oh yeah, we can talk about Rambo too. Oh, yeah. Actually, we can talk about Rambo now. Okay, so you got Rambo. Is it not called a Rambo? movie? Nope. Wait. There's no movie called Rambo. No, it's called First Blood, right? Right. The first movie's just called First Blood. Oh. The second movie. Is called Rambo Two. It's called First Blood. It's called Rambo First Blood Two. Oh, what the hell! Right? That's so weird. And then okay. the third movie is just called Rambo Three. Okay, but there's no movie, no actual physical movie called Rambo. No, it's it's First Blood, Rambo First Blood Two, and then Rambo Three. <laughs> and then you have a Rocky Balboa Christmas. Right. A Rocky Balboa Christmas. That was just you misreading it because the poster was really poorly written. Yeah, well, it looked like it said freaking the Rocky Balboa Christmas. So I was like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> On the poster that we had at our movie theater uh, for Rocky Balboa, the movie. Which is also not Rambo, but, you know, I Rambo. just wanted to, like, you know, same dude. Right, whatever. but uh, in the poster, it said Rocky Balboa, and it was coming out Christmas. Well, underneath it, it said Christmas. It wasn't far enough underneath it that it looked like it was saying it was coming out Christmas. So it yeah. looked like it said, Rocky Balboa Christmas. That's as like, if that was a movie, like Medea's Christmas. Hey, hey, uh, Merry, Merry Christmas. That was your, that was your uh, Sylvester Stallone? I, I can't you know, do Mary, a Sylvester Merry Stallone. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. Uh, Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry, uh, Merry, Merry Christmas. <laughs> I can't do it either. Um, <laughs> so after that, after we talk about SLC Punk 2, Punk's Dead, uh, we're going to talk about the uh, Grease Live event. That uh, aired on Fox. Oh, that's kind of Disney-esque because we have uh, former Disney Channel stars. That, it, it, yeah, there are former Disney Channel stars, so that's why I said there'll be some talk of Disney. Oh, wait, the SLC Punk. It's got a, a former Disney star. Who, Devin Sawa? No, the other one, the one who was in Newsies. Oh, Michael Gorgian, of course. But yeah. We were going to talk about that when we got to it. Ah, shit. It's okay. That's I'm okay. Well, now they know a little bit. Oh, yeah. we're talking Disney. Um, and then finally... We're going to be talking about some um, an experience that we, I guess, experienced the same day that the Grease Live oh, event aired. Oh, that's right, yes. Um, and it was called Sleep No More out here in New York City. Um, now, we're going to talk no spoilers, but then we're going to tell you there's going to be spoilers, and then at that point you can turn it off if you want. Um, if you don't want to be spoiled, but if you are never planning on coming to New York or if the uh, idea doesn't really think, you know, if you don't really think you're going to do it, then, you know, listen, because yeah. it's really interesting. But we'll we'll do a whole non-spoiler regular thing, and then at the end we'll just throw in all the stuff that we saw, and we'll completely spoil it. Yes. But again, we're warning you that that's going to happen. Uh, we're not going to give any spoilers with SLC Punk 2, because we, no. oh, we did see um, a screening. It's 
not completed yet. I hope it's not completed yet. And then yet. the editor did say specifically, please no spoilers. Right. She literally said, hey guys, please don't spoil the movie. Yeah. So, well, yeah. They, they really meant that night because, that night, because I know. SLC, where, you know, the where director were, and everybody yeah. was, they, it, you know, it's like two hours before us. So oh, yeah, that's if true. We, if we brought on the internet, oh my god, this person does this. Then they would see it. But we're not going to do it because yeah. the movie didn't come out yet. Nobody no. got to see it. That's not fair. Yeah. That's like, you know, I'm not the... That's like Star Wars. I mean, well, it's not like Star Wars. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like... It's a far know, cry from Star well, Wars. Well, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like freaking it was like Bed Bath & Beyond ads with like freaking Star Wars spoilers and shit. We're not going to be Bed Bath & Beyond. No, we're not. So Mouse Rants, not Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> we should make, yeah, we should make that our thing. That should be our dun, new dun, thing. Dun, dun, dun. Wait, <laughs> What the fuck? The, the TD freaking... Banklo uh, stinger? Freaking, like, I, I keep on, like, mistaking, like, that, like, the TD Bank thing for freaking the... Um, yeah. It's the same thing. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, whatever. Anyway, so no spoilers. No spoilers. Okay, so let's just get into it. Let's, you know, no, no dilly-dallying. Let, let, let's fucking just get into it. First of all, by the way, our last episode... No fucking really poorly downloaded. Oh, well that sucks. <laughs> what the fuck, people? What happened to you? Because uh, they don't like hearing uh, the cunt word. Listen, I had all the people who did listen to it. They all were like, "Yes, that fucking episode was That's great." Yes, yeah. <laughs> it was a fucking cunt. Um, so anybody listening to this episode uh, fifty-six who didn't download episode fifty-five, download episode fifty-five. You don't have to do it before this. You don't have to like pause us and then wait. No, you, it's not. You don't have to listen to it in any specific order. Although I'm crazy and I have to listen to everything in order. Yeah, it's like watching Lost. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have, but I've that was a perfect thing for me because I had I like even like if I watch like Aladdin, the TV show, I still have, even though they don't relate to each other at all, I have to watch it in yeah. order or else I'm not watching it. Oh, okay. If so I've already just... seen everything, like Seinfeld. Yeah. Then watching it out of order, I don't care. Because you've already seen it. Right, but the first time I watch it, if I'm not watching it in order, I'm not watching it. Okay. So, that's like, it goes. yeah, that's the way it goes. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's why DVDs, you know, TV on DVD, and, like, Netflix has really, like, soothed my soul. Uh, because I'm able to watch things in order now. It's like that old-time rock and roll. Yeah. Um, so, SLC Punk 2, Punk's Dead, or just... Punk's dead. Now, um, this was the this is the long-awaited sequel to SLC Punk, also known as Salt Lake City Punk, um, but nobody calls it that. That's just what SLC stands for. Yeah. Um, originally, a phenomenal indie movie from I think it was '98, right? '98. '98. Um, and even my friends who don't like punk, they love the original film. It's a good movie. Like you don't have to like yeah, they do talk about punk, but they don't talk about it like you're in the know. They, yeah. t they go right out there and they say, okay, this is what we stand for. This is what we do. You don't have to know anything about the subculture before watching the movie. I do highly recommend that everybody go out there and see SLC Punk at some point in the immediate future because it is great. Yes, good stuff. And I'm not a punk per se, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so I just want to recap the first movie real quick for anybody who hasn't seen it or... Um, Forgotten. That's forgotten. Um, this had some huge stars in it. Like, people don't realize it now. They're like, oh, yeah, it's just some Indian movie from 98. Look, okay, first of all, we had Matthew Lillard of, of Scream fame. Or, like, like those Scoob. That, well, that's what I was going to say. He, he Not only was he in the two Scooby-Doo live-action movies, but he's the official voice of Scooby-Doo now. Oh, shit. The, I didn't the know cartoon that. Character. Yeah, I didn't either until I was just looking it up and I saw his IMDb. Oh, damn. He's got a ton. Of Scoob stuff. Of Scooby-Doo, like... 
voiceover. Oh, shit. Hey, that's cool. He's yeah. got, like, a steady job. Yeah. Um, he also was in Hackers from the 90s and Serial Mom. If anybody remembers that movie with Kathleen Turner, it's oh, John Waters movie. Oh, that's right. Was she the one of the kids? Kathleen Turner? No, freaking uh, was it was Matthew Lillard. Matthew one Lillard was one of the two kids. The oh, other one was Ricky Lake. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> Very weird movie, um, but great. Um, <clears throat> we also had Michael Gorgon, who Simone spoiled the fun. But Sorry. Was, <laughs> uh, not only was he in Party of Five, which apparently was super huge at one point, um, <laughs> but he was in Newsies. He was one of the Newsies um, in the original 1992 film, and he also directed a great film. He's a director now, too. He does a lot of indie films nowadays. But he directed a great film about Newsies. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> that Classic. starred the entire cast, including Christian Bale. That's awesome. And um, Academy Award winner Christian Bale. Academy Award winner Christian Bale has, was directed by Michael Gorgian. Wow. Um, and that would be Blood Drips Heavily on Newsies Square. <laughs> that, that was a great piece of work. Um, yes. I, I, I thought it was uh, very influential in cinematic history. Uh, <laughs> like, okay, maybe not. Uh, Nobody will! Yeah, it was a very odd movie that starred, you know, Don Knotts. Don Knotts but yes. not really Don Knotts. Not but, really. But everybody yeah. played Don Knotts. No, no, one person played everybody Don Knotts. Everybody played. We're all Don We're Knotts! All Don Knotts! Why are we all Don Knotts? Yeah, he had some weird, like, thing, like, he just loved Don Knotts or whatever. I don't know why. <laughs> but Don Knotts is, well, you know, R.I.P. Don Knotts. R.I.P. You know, Don Knotts, cool. indeed. His last movie was Chicken Little, oh, so. You know, poor guy. Freaking turkey lurky. Love. Horrible. Freaking like to go on turkey lurky. That's freaking sucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Matthew Lillard, Michael Gorgian played the main two characters, Steve-O and uh, Heroin Bob. Heroin Bob named aptly, even though he did not do drugs. drugs at all. So um, We also had Jason Siegel. Oh, yeah. Now he's big star. Do I have to mention his credits, honestly? No, you do not. <laughs> he fucking directed and starred in the Muppets. You know, there's a Disney tie-in right yeah. there. There you go. Um. Devin Sawa of uh, Final Destination fame. That is not a Disney film. It is not, but it's no. a great film. Um, the first one. The others were terrible. Yeah. Um, Idle Hands, which was phenomenal. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Idle Hands is a great comedy. It's another one that, like, it, it's a lot, like, it kind of fell by the wayside at one point, but, like, it's great. Devin Sawa, his hand comes to life, kind of like in Evil Dead 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, But, like, yeah. the whole movie's about his hand coming to life yeah. and becoming evil and terrorizing the neighborhood. Scary. And he plays like this, like druggy, like stoner kid who just like lives in his mom's basement. So and it's great. Who wants to do uh, Jessica Alba? Who wants to do Jessica Alba? Yes, exactly. Who who lives next door? And it was one of her first movies. Oh I believe. shit! Yeah, she's very young in that movie too. Um, Slackers. He was in Slackers with Jason Segel. Oh shit! <laughs> um, and he also was in Little Giants. In fact... Little Giants? <laughs> what the hell's Little Giants? It's like a football team. They were like kids. Oh, are they like the Giants but before they became the Giants when they were little? <laughs> no. They, I don't. I think they might have been just been called the Giants because it was their like, you know, you know when they have like Little League or whatever, they just Aww. name them after big teams. Or, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't remember. I, I haven't seen it in forever. Like the Little Yankees. <laughs> Yankees. Like the little Dodgers. He, he was also in Casper. He played Casper. Oh, that's so cute. He was little. But then wasn't he like a teen heartthrob at one point? Like, I was think he on he a TV was, show or something? I don't know what he was in. Probably. I think he was a teen. I mean, he was in Teen Beat, right? All the time? Probably. He <laughs> was one of those. Him and like Breck and Meyer always got those Breck confused. Meyer? I don't know. I always got like Devin Sawin and Breck and Meyer confused for some odd reason. I don't know why. Like they always just seem the same. <laughs> we also have Annabeth Gish. Oh, yeah, Annabeth Gish. She Annabeth. was famous. She was in Mystic Pizza or whatever. She was in Mystic Pizza. She was also in one of the greatest dark comedies of all time. 
Uh, Freddy goes to school. No, Nightmare on Elm Street. I said dark comedies. <laughs> oh, Nightmare uh, on Elm Street. I don't know. Isn't that a dark comedy? Uh, well, not the first one. I guess the rest of them are. Oh. No, this is um, uh, The Last Supper. Oh, shit. That's yeah. right. She was in that. Yeah. That was fucked up. <laughs> it's a great movie. Another and, uh, movie I definitely highly recommend. There'll be a lot of movie recommendations here, so get your pens and paper out. Oh, yeah, out. that's right, yeah. Like, <laughs> write it down. Like, Rewind! Write, write all that shit down. <laughs> Annabeth Gish. Oh, shit. I lost my notes. Okay, here we are. Um, <laughs> so she was also in Double Jeopardy, which I don't Double know. Double Jeopardy? Yeah. Is that like a freaking like Jeopardy? Yes. Okay. Uh, she was in The West Wing for a point wow. of time, I would guess, The X-Files. And um, she was in this movie called Shag, which when I was a kid, you know... We had cable, okay. and I saw the movie was called Shag. Oh. So I thought that there was going to be tons of nudity in it. So I got ready. I taped it, of course, you know, when my mom wasn't home or when, or when it was, like, late night. I used to set my VCR to tape, yeah. the cable channels, like, the stuff that you're not supposed to see. Um, and then one day when, when my, my mom was out and I was alone, I was getting ready. You know, I got my shit together, laying down on the bed. Yeah. Pants down, Got ready the to jacket. Like uh, the the like oils and yep. shit. Yep, I was so I was like, all right, here we go. It's gonna happen. Press play. I didn't think it was gonna be a porn, but I thought there'd be some, you know, nudity. Wasn't like Phoebe Cates in that and shit. I don't know. Was I, she? I have no idea. Somebody was in it. There was a lot of people in that, and just disappointed me. My my dick stayed limp the entire time. I was I'm so sorry. Upset. What was it about? I don't remember. It sucked. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but she, Annabeth Gish apparently was in that too. Um, so she's in the movie. It was in the original movie. Jennifer Lean. Lean. I don't know. She played Kess on Star Trek Voyager. Oh, I never saw I Star no Trek idea. Voyager. I never did. I. It was. That's just not what I watched. Um, and she was the older sister in American History X. But for the most part, she hasn't been in anything. So no. fuck her. Um, Adam Pascal. Huge star. Yes, huge star, theater actor, uh, mostly known for originating Roger and Rent and Rodimaze and Aida. Mm, Disney. Disney, yeah. Um, as well as working on Memphis, and he was the, the MC in the revival of Cabaret, which I think is very funny. Oh, shit, really? That's yeah. funny. Can you imagine him? What good is sitting alone in your room? But he doesn't sing that song. Yeah, but still. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> but he's like, money, 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 money. All right. Okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, and if you... Do like watching movies, which I assume you you do. You can also catch him in, as a very small role in School of Rock. Oh shit! With uh, Jack Black and uh, a movie musical called Temptation, which I never heard of. Mm, there was is that something that you your your like uh, junior high school self would want to jack it off to? No. Temptation. No. Oh no, because then you'll be thinking of a Temptation of the Christ. <laughs> <laughs> That's just not. Temptation. Wasn't there a movie called Temptation of the Christ? Yeah, but why that? I don't know, because you'd like, uh, isn't this, oh no, I'm getting confused with Passion of the Christ. <laughs> That's what I thought you were thinking oh, of. I was shit. like, what? Yeah. Um, but we, we still got a couple more people to go. We got Till Schweiger. Who's Till Schweiger? Uh, well, you've probably seen him in a ton of movies. He usually plays the German guy. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that makes sense. He's just kind of the random German guy usually, but... Um, what he's most known for, I think at least, is uh, he plays Sergeant Hugo Stiglitz in Inglorious Bastards. Stiglitz. Stiglitz. Which one is Stiglitz? He's the one who was um, a German and he killed all the Nazi like war heroes or whatever. Oh, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, the, 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 yeah. The generals or what have you. He was like, uh, I wouldn't call him a double agent, but he was, he was like, fuck this shit. And then he ended up joining the Bastards. Oh, yeah. He's awesome. I love yeah, Stiglitz. Yeah, Stiglitz. Um, so that's him. We have, oh, he's also a, a cop in uh, Muppets Most Wanted. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. And uh, James Duvall, we have him. 
Is he related to uh, no. Shelley Duvall? Or D-U-V-A-L. Like... Duvall. Duvall. And uh, he's mostly known for his role in the Doom Generation. You ever see that movie? No. I have no idea. So it's is. a movie about, like, these people in, like, the alternative punk scene. And you can watch him fuck the shit out of Rose McGowan and Christina Applegate's ex-husband. Oh. Okay. It's like a weird buy movie from, like, the 90s. Oh, never heard of it. Yeah, it's really weird. It's, it's, it's again, one of those, another indie movie, but it's, like, a weird indie movie where strange, like, 80s-style things happen, but huh. it took place in, like, the, I guess, late 90s, oh, mid-90s. All right. Um, but he was, like, all over the indie scene back in the day. He was in uh, uh, Totally Fucked Up. He was in Go. Remember Go? Go? What the fuck is Go? Go was that movie was that with like Katie Glow? Holmes. No. Before, like, she was famous. No, I've never seen You never, never heard of Go? No, I have not. Jay Moore is in it. No, I've not heard of it. It's a movie that takes place, like, around the same time, but there's, like, four different stories, and we keep going back, and they keep telling the story. Oh, it was very, very popular to do something like oh, that. Okay. Um, but he was also in a movie called Nowhere, which is pretty famous for an indie movie, and uh, Donnie Darko, which I know you do know. Yes, so I do know that. He was in that. Um, but, yeah, he plays uh, John the Mod in, in, in SLC Punk. Two more people to mention okay. in the first movie. Uh, Summer Phoenix. With her fucking mustache. Oh. Horrible. Um, first of all, terrible actress. I don't know how she she's, is one of the phoenixes. Phoenix. Yeah, I don't get that. Uh, but she's she was in this movie called The Believer, which is a great movie, uh, which you should check out at some point, maybe. Just look it up. It's about Nazis. It's about, oh. like, neo-Nazis, not oh, actual. Okay. It's not not like, it doesn't Nazis. take place in the 40s. Yeah, it's some asshole neo-Nazi and... Um, just check it out. It's hard to explain. She was... I don't remember if she was good in it, but the movie was great. But there's one thing that she's known for. What? Only one. Being naked. I don't think so. Was she naked? I have no idea. No. Being married to Casey Affleck. That's, oh, she's that's married to her, Casey Affleck? That's her only like claim to fame because I don't fucking... I don't know. I, yeah. I didn't even know that she was married to Casey Affleck. Yeah. Well, she is. And then finally, one more person that needs to be mentioned. Okay. He plays Steve-O's father. Steve-O, by the way, not being from Jackass. Yeah. Steve-O. Wait, which one came first? Uh, SLC Punk was first. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Jackass didn't come out until, I think, 2000? I have no idea. I never watched Jackass. I, I, re I remember seeing the first episode when I was in college, so it had to have been Oh, like yeah, 2000. it had to be like 2000. Maybe 99, mm. but I think 2000. Anyway, um, Christopher McDonald. Oh, Tippy. Yes, I was going to say your favorite and mine. I right? love that guy. <laughs> uh, most Where people. Where does the pollen go? Yes, most people know him as uh, Shooter McGavin in oh. Happy Gilmore. Oh, That's like okay. the big role that everyone knows him for. Uh, but he was in millions of movies. Yeah, he played Tippy in Requiem for a Dream. Um, Goose from Grease 2 is what you were just singing yeah. right now in Grease 2. Where does the pollen go? I love that guy. <laughs> he played uh, Reed Standish, which is the dad from Dutch, the asshole father, uh, and millions of other roles. Like he was in Selma and Louise, Monkey Trouble, Quiz Show, House Arrest, Flubber, Dirty Work, The Faculty. He just was all over the place. That's not even like that's not even like a hundredth of the movies. He was he's just in. like in everything. He's he just really like that is. every guy. And he's great in everything. He actually has one of the best lines in SLC Punk, which is uh, he grabs um, Matthew Lillard and he goes, "Son, I, I didn't." sell out i bought in which i think oh, is nice. very funny um so slc punk comedy drama right yeah drama comedy dramedy, dramedy i guess you could say but more more comic. comedy more yeah comic. um about a bunch of outcasts who really don't fit into this whole like mormonism salt lake city town um good and it's great again it doesn't really focus on the punk 
but it's a major part of it anyway. Yeah. Um, the sequel, Punk's Dead, completely different from the first movie. Yeah. Um, I think it basically consisted of just like two major scenes. Yes, it was two major scenes, and then there was like a <laughs> the, yeah, there was one scene that's like was the big scene. Right. Yeah. It's like two major scenes, and then like a, a culmination. Culmination. Oh yes. Which I thought was very odd. Yeah. I didn't think it was bad. I don't think that it was detrimental, but I think that it was odd, especially since the mm. first movie was such a different film. It was more about internalizing, I, I don't know, we'll get into it when we get to okay. the pros and cons, but yeah. like there was actually like a feeling you get when watching SLC Punk. It, it, it talks about um, like punk subculture and, 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 and how like, I guess angsty people back then, um, back then meaning like you know in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because it was set in the eighties. Uh, I think it was the early. It was definitely during Reagan's times because yeah, they talk. It about was it definitely yeah. So it was in the in the eighties, and I I just don't know. It was it was just very odd how this one that one took more of a look at like how Punk people culture. felt punk culture, but how people felt back then, and it really kind of solidified. The Times. Yeah. Um, whereas this one was just about teen angst. Yes, it was all teen angst. Yeah. Because it's set later. Like, right, it's, it's 2005, I think it was. 2005, right? yeah, yeah, so it's 20 years later. Right, but just because the times changed didn't necessarily mean it had to take that much of a departure. Yeah. Hmm. Well, know? I mean, it's a different... Oh, same director, right? Same director, oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Same director... Hmm. Um, and it, it was just, it, it wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't. It was no, just a different. strange departure because it was a completely different feeling. Yeah. And it wasn't like, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel anything afterwards. Yeah. I felt, I laughed. I had a good time watching yeah. the movie, but I didn't feel anything. I didn't have any sort of emotional connection to the characters or the movie itself. Well, I, I felt like one thing, like my own criticism of it is that I wish that there was more. Like, I wish that, like, because it was, cause it was short. short. Yeah, it's I funny. Like, I thought no. it was an hour and a half, but I guess it started late. It was like an hour Because it was an hour, 20. it was like an hour 20, yeah. Yeah, it was really short. And, like, I don't know if this is, like, the unfinished product and if there are scenes or, if, like, whenever the DVD comes out, there'll be, like, all these, like, missing scenes because I did feel like uh, for some of the characters, I didn't, they weren't fleshed out as much. And right. I really, really wish that I got to know them more. And um, I guess that's, like, the one thing about this compared to the first one. I mean, I don't remember too much from the first one, but I do remember, like, you know, enjoying it. I felt like I knew the characters more, but this one I felt like it was just like, okay, they're, they're these guys yeah. but you're not going to get to know about them in depth right, yeah. not at all except no. maybe the main character and not mm, even him not as much even. yeah um so. yeah it was odd and the only people who returned the reason i kind of mentioned all those people they're like look at all these names the only people who returned were michael gorgian yeah uh devin sawa james Duvall, and adam pascal and that was it. That was it. Yeah. Nobody else showed up. Well, I mean, like Jason Siegel, he's off doing Muppet movies. It doesn't and matter. Money it, it, and that's shit. ridiculous. Come back and do do go to your roots, man. I know. But even so, it doesn't have to be him. But Matthew Lillard not coming back was, I think, a big deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. For 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 that to happen. Um, but <laughs> unless they like didn't get along in the first movie, and Maybe. there was some drama that they didn't want to mention or something like that. I, I doubt it because they I think they really tried to get him. Oh. You know what I mean? I don't think that it was like, oh, we know there's issues, but yeah. it just seemed that like that. Um, 
so the new people, out of the new people, I think that really who stole the show were two of the older people. But but what the new guy, uh, uh, rapper Machine Gun Kelly. Oh my god. He he played a gutter punk, and it was so fucking believable that this guy was a gutter punk. I, I didn't know that he was a rapper until after the movie. <laughs> I, I would have sworn that that guy was actually a legit punk. Yeah. He, he did a really good acting yeah. job. I think that he's in the wrong career path right now. Yeah, I know. He should, instead of rapping shit, he should play punks and shit. <laughs> well, he should, he should be an actor, I he think. I think he, was, he did such a great job at portraying his role as yeah. Crash. Yeah. Um, so I definitely would say that. And you know what? I've been running with gutter punks my whole life, and I know... I don't know what kind of research he did, but it, it really worked. Yeah. Really well. Yeah, he was really good. Yeah. Um, Devin Sawa and James Duvall came back, and they brought this kind of chemistry so that funny. I had so not funny. seen from the first movie, which I thought was interesting, because yeah. the two of them, I don't even, maybe they were in scenes together, but they did not have this kind of chemistry, I'll tell you yeah. that much. Like, the two of them were so fucking funny together. That it it was just it was just amazing and and the improvising was yeah. really funny too. What do you think? Yeah, like I laughed so freaking hard. Like just it was just so they were just so good yeah. together. Like it was, it was amazing. I, I laughed. Yeah. I, I definitely laughed. I think that mo- most of my laugh were laughs were From the the two of them together. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and heroin Bob comes back basically to narrate the story. Yeah. Uh, in the first movie, uh, spoilers I guess. Nineteen ninety eight, forever ago. Yeah. So I don't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, heroin Bob dies. And it's a really, really like poignant moment at you know when that happens. And uh, you're when we, when I heard Michael Gorgon was coming back, I was like, how? How oh, he's dead? Yeah. Well, he narrates the story from I guess Limbo because it's not heaven or hell. No, it's, he's just punk. Whatever. He's, he's it is. just like in like a a, a room deteriorating motel, yeah. and that's not spoiling anything because no. he it. it Said, I mean, Michael Jordan was coming back. What else would he be doing? And yeah. it also said he's narrating the story. So, yeah. uh, it's not like nobody thought he was coming back to life. So, I have pros and cons. I was thinking of going over the pros first, and then we talk okay. about the cons since this is Mouse Rants. Okay. And believe me, we'll get into a lot of ranting, especially in the next section oh, with Greece. Yes. But I <laughs> figure we start out a little nicer today. Um, so, what, do you have any specific pros? Like, my first one was the I thought the acting was really good. I thought the acting was excellent. Yeah. It was really good acting acting wise like um it was very funny um it did i mean it did have some moments where it was like a little like more poignant i mean it wasn't as poignant as the first one but you know like there were moments but you know i thought it was very funny and uh the freaking machine gun kelly or whatever the fuck his name is <laughs> like, he was freaking amazing i i didn't know that he was a rapper right you said that already yeah but yeah. <laughs> so those are my pros yeah that's it? <laughs> no, but I mean, the actors were great. I mean, the actors were great. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, like, another thing I have is that the, I thought the attitude changed from um, the old school, like, late 70s, early 80s punk rock outlook to this mid-2000s, which is what we were talking about a little bit before, um, which meant more emo, screamo, pop-punk-centric yeah. shit. Um, I hate that music, but I thought it did a good job of saying, this is what punk has turned into. Yeah. And here are the people that you get to see now. These fucking pieces of trash, with the exception of uh, Machine Gun Kelly's character. Yeah. Who? And I guess, I guess Penny, or what was her? P- was her name Penny? Penny? I think her name was Penny. I think Penny, her name, I think her name Penny. was the yeah. girl. Um, with the exception of like the two of them, everybody else was like either like an emo screamo yeah. type person, a metalhead. Yeah. Nobody was really a punk anymore, which no. is kind of interesting. Um, but like, 
I thought that the actual, yeah, the actual punks being few and far between really made it, like, even though this, that's why it's not called SSC Punk 2, it's called Punk's Dead. Yeah. And it was. Yeah. Punk was dead. Yep. Uh, you know, I mean, even, like, there's, like, a punk show later on, and we'll talk about that when I get to the cons, but there's a punk show later on, and, and it's, like, mediocre, but we'll talk mm, about yeah. that. Um, I also thought that the main character, Ross, played by some guy named Ben Schnitzer. I've never heard of him before. Never heard of him. I, I am DB'd him, and apparently, he's like, in he's things. in... Yeah, and he's in some movie with uh, Nick Jonas or something Ugh. like that. Well, he was good in this. And I thought that his story was done well. Like, I thought that it was a nice, like, step-by-step take through his life, his outlooks, his soul. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because he, he was very... He was that emo kid. He was that, you know, the male version of the girl who would chew through her sweaters and her thumbs would stick out. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the tortured soul who yeah. reads Shakespeare and yeah. shit. Yeah, he, he was a very, very well-read, very yeah. smart kid. Yeah. Um, socially awkward. Yeah. Uh, but, like, you know, like, we knew a lot of people like that. Well, I was right. socially awkward yeah. when I was... But, in, like, I more social... I mean, you had friends. He didn't... This kid didn't have friends. No. You know, so I, I like I like that like that was the way that it worked out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just thought his story was told really well. Um, I did think that the, the, there's a couple of appearances from some bands like Screeching Weasel and the Dwarves. Mm. Yeah, that to, was nice. That to was me, nice surprise. Love that. Love that. That was a pro to me. I thought there was some really nice camera work done um, with, with over like a lot of clever dialogue. Yeah, I like the camera work a lot. I thought that they did took some nice cinematographical shots like, of the mountains mm, and yeah. and just the sky. That's true, yeah, because they made sure that the, like, SLC was still, like, a part of it. Right. Yeah. Now, the first movie had some crazy shots. Like, it would show the world dying behind them while they were having certain conversations. It was, again, a lot more poignant. Yeah. Whereas this didn't have that. I didn't. There was no crazy camera things happening. No uh, post-production mm. effects going on. I think this one definitely felt like they did not have the budget. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. it felt like they were, okay, we're very limited. The first like, one didn't have the budget either, though. Yeah, but this one really felt like, okay, we can't really afford much. Yeah. I mean, uh, I read on the IMDb that Devin Sawa apparently was paid in, like, $100 in Subway gift cards. I don't know how true that <laughs> is, but, I mean. Well, he is a producer, so, like, he oh, paid yeah. for the movie. Uh, he paid for the movie, <laughs> yeah. So, like, it felt very, like, I don't want to say cheap. It's not cheap, but, no. I mean, it, it, it felt like, you know, okay, we have a limited budget. We don't have that much time. We have X amount of days. Let's get this done. Yeah. You know, that's that's what it felt like. Right. Um, and then I have the humor I thought was very different in this one than the first one. There's a lot of humor in the first one. Yeah. But it was a more in-your-face, like, to-the-audience fourth-wall breaking humor. Yeah. Whereas I thought that this was, like, more, um, I wouldn't want to say slapstick, but it was more, like, louder to each like I don't know it was it was a more it was a more silly comedy I think yeah. not more so than than the the in your face like the fact that Matthew Lillard was talking to the audience he would sometimes say some really funny things to the audience yeah. which wouldn't have been funny if he was saying it to someone else but it was so funny that he was saying certain things to us yeah. And I thought that that was really clever especially at the time they didn't do a lot of fourth wall breaking movies back then yeah. um now it was we were not a part of the movie except mm -hmm. in Heroin Bob's Eyes. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, because he was the only one who, who broke the fourth wall. Right. Nobody else did. Exactly. Um, 
And he did some of that same type of humor that Matthew Lillard did in the first movie. So I, I like that. But yeah. I thought that the, the actual movie itself had a lot of, like, punch comedy. Like, and like, like a lot of stuff. Yeah, hit that punch, hit that punch. But there was a lot of improv comedy, too. Yeah. So I thought it worked well. Yeah, like I, like I thought, oh, yeah, the improv was really good. Yeah. I mean, I'm, we don't know if it was actually improv, but it seemed very improv If improv-y. it wasn't improv then I think that they messed up. Yeah, but it was <laughs> Because then, it's, then, it was, then they just didn't do a good job. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, it sounded improv yeah. and you don't want it to sound improv, but no. if it is improv then it should. I don't know. I can't explain it. I thought it was great. Yeah. I thought it was really funny. I thought they, they threw out some really good lines. Yeah, it was. Uh, I thought that, that was done very well. Like the actors are very good. Like they just they did a really good cu- good job with casting. Yeah. Uh, cons, uh, obviously, it's way too short. Yeah. We talked about that. Um, also, there were, and I, I'm saying this in hopes that it wasn't the final version. Yeah. But there were some serious audio and editing issues. Yeah. Um, like it felt like it was not done. There were some weird moments where like. The sound cut out completely. Yeah. No sound while there was stuff going on. Like yeah. like when you're switching scenes, and that yeah. usually happens in like a final like like a, a final draft edit. Yeah. Before we do the final edit. Yeah, like they didn't like the score it yet or whatever. Like it just started like okay. It was right. yeah. It was it was weird. Like it didn't like overlap. No. There was a lot of things, and it wasn't like one time. It was a like a throughout the movie. Yeah. Um. There was a point point too where like they were talking and they're. Right, it came back up again. Yeah, and again, that's why I thought it wasn't done. But didn't you say it was went to Cannes already? Yeah, apparently it went to Cannes in uh, May of 2015. So mm-hmm. like it had its premiere then. So I don't know what happened. Uh, what was another con for you? Um, I wish I got to know the characters. Like that's the thing. Like there was like some random guy. Like I'm not gonna say their names or anything, but there was like some character that came in. And you thought, like, oh, they're going to tell you about this guy and who he is. And then you never find out. And he was, like, mentioned by name. And you're like, oh, yeah, we're going to find out who this guy is and how he's important to the story. But no. No. He's mentioned on the Wikipedia for some reason. Yeah. They don't mention a lot of the cast. They only mention some. But for some reason, he's there. Yeah, like, but they never, uh, we don't find out who he is. I know. So I was like, what the fuck? That was weird. Like, maybe he had a scene that was cut out or something like that. Maybe it just didn't make the final cut. But I was like, I want to know about this guy. <laughs> also, I thought that um, in the same respect, Penny, the new female character, she was a great character. First of all, it looked like she had the Mouse Rants logo on oh, her Oh, it arm. did. It did look like on the side, yeah. Whatever the band name was. Misfits. I think it was the Misfits. Really? I, th- yeah. I think it was the, the Fits. I don't think it was the Misfits, because that's no. not the logo of the Misfits. Oh, really? Then I know the logo of the Misfits. But it was the something with I think with it was the like TS. the Fits. Oh, really? Um, and it, it it, like you nothing. saw the, the E from Mouse Rants, and underneath, it was the exact same lettering that we, that we used for our logo. It was the E from Mouse Rants, and then the TS um, from whatever the, the word was. So it looked like Mouse Rants for a long time, because it didn't show the other side of her. I know. And I was like, oh my god, she's wearing her logo! I know, we didn't exist yet. <laughs> we didn't exist in 2005. We were uh, mouse raves back then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was pretty funny. I liked it. Even though I loved her character a lot, I, I thought she was not fleshed out at all. No. I, we didn't learn much about her. Um, I wish we could have, because it would have been nice. Like, I thought, like, the thing is, I kept on thinking that we were going to. Yeah. Like, uh, just about all the characters. Like, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is when we're... And then, like, it culminates, everything culminates to the last scene. And I was like, oh, wait, this is the last scene. Shit. I was I was hoping it wasn't the last scene and no. that, that there was more after that. Yeah, that's Because it seemed like an odd place to stop, especially yeah. where the first film stopped. You know what I mean? It didn't 
stop on this this kind of a note. It stops on a different kind of note. Yeah. So I thought that was odd, and and I thought that there's a moment later in the film that's extremely unwarranted due to the fact that we learn nothing else about that situation. Yeah. At all, and it's it, it's it. I don't understand why stuff like that would happen because it was just like, I don't know. Poorly. I don't know. Maybe their look at it was, oh well, this sucks. This situation sucks, and it just is. So yeah, and I'm know. okay with that. But I didn't see anything from the character who's was involved in that situation. You know what I yeah. I didn't see any like sort of it it just didn't seem to affect that yeah. person for more than five seconds. Yeah, it was just like, okay, yeah, this sucks for like five seconds. And it didn't and affect anybody else either. No. And that's not I mean, when you're doing a movie and you have characterization, you have to if it's not gonna affect the main character because the main character's numb yeah. or, or the, the character that whatever it has to affect somebody else. Yeah. It has to affect somebody next to them. It has to to, to cannonball itself. And the the situation that we're referring to didn't at it, it didn't if it wasn't in the script, the movie would have still been exactly the same, yep. and I wouldn't have felt one way or another about about the situation or anybody else in the movie. Yeah. So like yeah, that's one of those things that didn't need to be right. in the movie. So. Exactly. Yeah, but I mean like overall, I mean I thought it was a good movie. I just wanted more. That yeah. was like I get I want more like <laughs> I, I really did and the thing is like the the cast is so good I just wish that we got to see more of them yeah I agree I mean uh, I think that that also you know builds to the Adam Pascal situation oh, I mean right. he's incredibly underutilized in the film yeah he's in it for like two seconds and he's like all right yeah and he doesn't add to the plot and and he no. could have easily added to the plot or at least a conversation like because his character. Um, does it, I, I guess it doesn't even do a 180 from the first movie. It, I could see him going on that same path. And that could have been easy fodder for a conversation about, again, with that punk subculture and, and, and punk philosophy, you know, and yeah. why he's not going with what, you know, what the punk philosophy is. Yeah. But it's only touched on briefly, and it's it seems like it has no end result. No, it has no end result. Like, his character is just there. Yeah. And, I mean, he was probably busy because he's, like, in a Broadway show right now. So maybe he right. was in rehearsals. Or, but then, again, like, it's all about the writing at that point. Yeah. And it's like, well, if he can only do a couple things, let's at least give him something. I felt like he was just there for the cameo. Yeah. He was just there for the, hey, look who came back to the movie. Uh, and that is sequelitis right there. That Like, uh, they did a really good job at not falling prey to sequelitis for the most part. Yeah. Like, they did not you know, make the same jokes from the first movie. Yeah. They did show certain things from the first movie just to kind of Be like, catch oh, yeah, like, remember this guy. Right. But they never felt to that sequel, except in this particular situation, mm -hmm. because they, it was just like, look who else is in the movie now? This guy. And you're yeah. like, all yeah, right. Well, why? What is he contributing? And he didn't contribute much. And, and I love Adam Pascal, but yeah. it just, it seemed very odd. Yeah, he was definitely underutilized, and he was probably, I don't know if it was, like, a budget issue or something like yeah. that, like, oh, they couldn't afford to pay him, or, I don't know, like, maybe, or maybe he just was too busy, I mean, he's a family man, he's got, like, kids and stuff, so maybe he yeah. needed to be with his kids, I don't know, what the, whatever the issue is, um, he was definitely way, like, underutilized, it yeah. was ridiculous. Also, the concert didn't make any sense. No. Like, the two biggest bands opened the show. It didn't make any sense. Like the last, like last band. I don't even know who they are. I don't even they know if they're anybody. They were a horrible hardcore band. And <sighs> the one before that, what you missed because you were peeing. Yeah, they were, I did they, pee. They were two chicks. 
were in a band. Like, were they like Dixie Chicks or something? It was just two chicks, one playing drums. It was like, you know, like, uh, what do you call them? The White Stripes. Oh. It was like a drummer and like either like a guitarist or a bassist or something. And that was the whole band. And they were horrible. They couldn't sing at all. No, and who the hell were they? I don't even I, know who the hell they were. I know. I, I caught the end of that. I caught the end of that. Oh, I was like, what them? the fuck? What the fuck is? What the fuck is this? It didn't make any sense. Why the two biggest bands were the opening band? No, it did. Like in, that's not reality. And it no. also, it just why would they film it that way? They could have easily filmed the big, like scene at the end with one of the bigger bands yeah. rather than with the smaller bands. Unless it's because, like, oh, with the, the lower, the lesser band, uh, they could, you know, like, pause and stuff like that, like, for dramatic effects, so then they could I'm, do their dramatic I'm thing. I'm almost and... positive that one of those bands wouldn't have had an issue with it. Yeah. At it all. Did. One of them, eh. uh, But the other one, for sure, would have had no problem. Yeah. So, so yeah. I, I just think that it was just done poorly. You know, it just it was odd because you know why? Because the headlining band was awful. They were just terrible, and and it didn't go with the music that no. the two opening bands were doing. No, it wasn't punk. It was completely like maniacal. And I guess it you know with the way that the movie ended, I'm gonna say this without without spoiling anything. The way the, the with the way the movie ended, it didn't make sense that that was the last band. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like because he says a couple things to people. And if those people were there to see that other last band, the headliner, then it wouldn't have made sense what he said. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, and then finally, what I have is the music. I thought the music was... Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> it was fine. I mean, the first soundtrack had a shit ton of good things. It had fear... You know what I mean? It had, yeah. It, it had, but this one didn't have like as uh, what's the word like? You can't just like listen to all these songs. Like it's just not. <laughs> it can't stand alone. I don't think it's a standalone. Well, it's not even just that. It's just, like it rep- the first movie, the the soundtrack represented the the '80s in punk rock. Yeah. This one did not represent the 2000s in punk rock. Not that there is a great oh, punk no. rock scene now, but there's still good bands out there. Yeah. But instead, what they showed was. No effects and rancid over and over again. Mm. How many times? Like, like, are those the only two bands that exist? It didn't no. make any sense. They could have used smaller underground punk bands or, you know, more relevant ones that actually were relevant to the scene. Yeah, but they I, did. I, I, it, just, it just seemed odd. It didn't follow suit with, with SLC Punk. No. So while it seems like I have a lot of gripes, I love the movie. I thought it was great. Um, the only issues, you know, are mostly that whole, you know, it, it while the fifth, the first film took those punk philosophies and like questioned the audience and the characters, um, and it like made them grow because of these philosophies. And or the, do you stick with these or do you die with them or do you let them go and become an a quote unquote adult? You know, oh. these are things that I've had to deal with. Anybody who's in any weird subculture, gaming, Disney, you yeah. know, anybody yeah. who has these weird, do you grow out of it? Or do you stick with it and say, fuck it, this is my, this is what I like. I'm not going to grow out of it because of you or because of some systems telling me to. Yeah. This one didn't have any of that in it at all. No. It, it was just about teen angst. Yeah. And, and, and I didn't like that part of it. And, mm-hmm. I, and it sucks because I love the movie as a movie. I did not like it as a sequel or with anything with punk in the title. Yeah, I mean, unless they're trying to, like, you know, appeal to the uh, the younger generation of today. Which is fine, but don't have punk in the title. They didn't no. really talk about punk at no. all. Or mention or have any sort of, like, underlying feeling of it. I didn't ever feel like, yeah, that's how I grew up feeling. Or no. that's how I feel now. 
I never had that feeling, and I still get that feeling with SLC Punk. Yeah, but this one didn't give you yeah. a feeling. I mean, I enjoyed it. Like, you know, I, you I liked it. Uh, I wanted more, as I said before, and, you know, like, maybe they'll make a three, and then, you know, they'll, like, tie all those loose ends up. <laughs> or not. Or not. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's move on to some great complaining here. Mm. So this is the big ranty section right here. I would have saved it for last, but because the last one thing I want to talk about has spoilers in it, I saved that for last. But that's okay, because you're going to have a good time with both of them, because this is very good and fun and, and interesting, and, and Sleep No More is very interesting, and you're going to love everything that happens, I promise you. So let's talk about Grease Live. Oh, God. <laughs> I have one question before we start. Yes. Why the fuck did this get mostly positive reviews? Because apparently the NBC ones were just so bad that this one was amazing. I mean, the thing is, like, I haven't watched any of the NBC ones. Like, we uh, have a couple of them on the we DVR. Do. At, we could at our watch house. them. Uh, well, with uh, Sound of Music, for instance, that's I grew up watching the Sound of Music, so I was like, Carrie Underwood is freaking Maria. Like, what the fuck? So then I watched a little bit on YouTube of her, like, as Maria, and I was so appalled. I was so disgusted because she's so not right for the role. I was just like, I can't. I, I just freaking can't. This, this is like a freaking uh, an abomination. <laughs> Apparently the, the real Von Trapp family, like they're pissed because they're like, what the fuck? You have this bitch playing our grandma? That is fucked up. Like that that is not the why there are so many talented people out there why Carrie Underwood. So like for reasons like that, like shit like that that they did on NBC. Like, that's why everyone's like, oh, wow, this is great, compared to NBC. But no, because it wasn't great, though. I, I, you can't just say compared to... If they said compared to it, it was great, fine, but they don't. They actually give it praise. Mm. I Like, I was looking around when I was, you know, kind of researching to see how many people liked it. I could not find that many people who badmouthed it. Yeah, very few people badmouthed it. Well, and there were a few. I meant, like, uh, like uh, literature. Oh, yeah, like everybody on, seemed online. to like it. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, my God, that's so great. So... Okay. <laughs> so the other thing is the actors. Who the fuck are they? Well, freaking uh, Aaron Tveit was in freaking. Well, Miz. he's he was in Les Mis the movie, <clears throat> but he also like has won a shit ton of awards. Like before, he won like a Fred Astaire award. He was on Broadway and all yeah. this shit. Okay, you know, so, so he's, he's got, very well he, known he, in he, the Broadway community. Right. He was not very good in this. No. He was mediocre. He was also really old for the role. I mean, John Travolta well. looked old as fuck. <laughs> like, uh, Aaron Tavares is 32. Like, John Travolta, I thought, was, like, 40, but he apparently he was only 23. Um, I mean, he was fine. He just didn't add, like, his voice is great. His dancing's great. He just didn't have the Danny Zuko-ness to him. Not at all. Like, I, I thought, I think that as, like, an actor, like, he is very good. He's very talented. Like, but not the right role for him. It, it didn't fit at all. No. But it's not just him. Okay, let's let's just really quickly. I'm not going to go through it like we did with SLC Punk, but really quickly. Vanessa Hudgens, everybody knows who she is. She got yeah. naked on the internet. Yeah. And she was, I guess, in some sex. sort of high school musical thing. I don't yeah, know. and apparently now <laughs> she's possibly going to go to jail or something with her, her boyfriend because they freaking, like, defaced some, like, uh, Sedona Desert Rocks or something, like, and she what? Instagrammed it. They put, like, Austin and, and uh, Vanessa or whatever, and apparently, like, you're not supposed to deface property, so she could, like, face fines or, like, like imprisonment. I don't know. Something I'm sure like she'll that. be fine. She'll be fine. She's got tons of money. <laughs> she'll just give them like 50000 and that's all. Yeah. yeah. Um, we also had, uh, what's her name? Kiki Palmer of uh, 
I was gonna say scream, scream. because it's like scream. <laughs> scream yeah. queens fame. Scream queens, yes, and also of course uh, Akila and the Bee. And uh, that Corbin Blue movie, Step Up or whatever the fuck it's no, called. No, Step no, Up was nothing. the other movie. What the, the fuck was she uh, in? Jump in. Oh, oh no, not Step Up. Yeah, Jump yeah, in. Some sort of like uh, double Dutch movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some <laughs> sort of like like dancing or so, like jumping and shit. Yeah. So so far we have two Disney Channel people. Yeah. Um. Then we had who else? Uh, Carly Rae Jepsen, who's you know mm. garbage. Um. <laughs> She played Cinderella on Broadway, but not the Disney Cinderella. No, but we can still say it's Disney. (laughs) She's basically Taylor Swift. And was there anybody else? There was one more person who we knew, right? uh, Julianne Hough. Of course. Who used to do uh, at Ryan Seacrest. Right, on uh, Fox. On Fox. And she's in Mm -hmm. uh, freaking, what's it called? Um, Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars. On ABC. Yeah. Grand Champion. Or Isn't that ABC? That's ABC. Everybody's Disney now. Everybody's Yay. Disney. Yay. <laughs> okay. So, those are the, like the people who we know. No. Yeah. Then there were a ton of other people that we were like, who are they? And I'm not going to look them up now because it doesn't really fucking matter. But what I can tell you is they were all in Nickelodeon shows. Yeah, it was all Nickelodeon. Which and we most of them know. were in this one show about a band called Big Time Rush. And there was like a couple people from that show. Is that like Premium Rush or like August Rush? Uh, Premium Rush was the bike movie, right? <laughs> I know, it was and the August bike Rush movie. was the Freddie Highmore really bad playing guitar by smacking <laughs> it movie. Yes. Okay. Uh, no, <laughs> it was a, about a band, and I don't know much more than that. But what I do know is that um, they were very popular at one point. That oh. band, um, and these. People are in it, I suppose. I don't know who they are, but it seems like everybody else in the cast was from either a Disney Channel show of so, at some point, like Liz and Maddie. Liz, Liv and Maddie. Liv and Maddie. Yeah. Or one of those type of shows. And then the rest of them from Nickelodeon shows. Okay. And I don't think anybody else was from anywhere else. Yeah, I don't think any, no, they're just like <laughs> random people. And they have like a, a crap ton of like random cameos too. Yes, and we'll get to that yeah. as, we, as we go through. Um, but let's just start from the beginning because it is a very good place to start as... Yes. You would say, right? Yes. So let's talk about the uh, the theme song to Grease, which was not in the show. Oh, with Jesse J. Yeah. Um, first of all, if you're going to take something from the movie that wasn't in the show, do it well. Yeah. What they did was they took somebody who I thought was pink for the first half. Yeah. <laughs> and had her singing. Can we call quote it unquote that? Quote, singing. Quote, I don't unquote, know what that singing. was. Um, Grease is the word. Ugh. Um. But it didn't even even if she was good, which she wasn't, mind you. No. Her voice was fucking awful. But even if she was good, you couldn't hear it because no. all you heard was ah! 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 sing. Grease is the word. Grease is the word. Yeah. Like well, apparently, well, I see what it seemed like they were doing was they were trying to show you that it was a real working set and it was being filmed live with like you know live people and shit. So they were like the camera was following her throughout the entire set to show like oh hey look we got a set. That's interesting because the uh, applause throughout the entire fucking show was few and far between. Yeah. They threw them in after like the big songs. Yeah. But it for some weird. reason, there was no applause after, like, half of the songs. It was weird. It was, like, some of it, like, they're, they're like, <laughs> promoting it like having a live studio audience, but not really because they, like, disappeared for a while. So, like, nobody, maybe they're watching it from monitors outside or something like that. I guess. And then there were some times where the crowd was part of the Yeah, they made them part show. of the actual show. Which would have been cool had I had not been annoyed about that first scene. 
The fact that yeah. they were screaming over the song. Yeah, that was obnoxious. I mean, again, she was terrible, so it didn't bother me as much as yeah. it just could have. But, I mean, oh, like, why would they get somebody, the special guest, yeah. Jessie J or whatever, why would they get her to sing it if she can't even fucking do a good job as a special guest? I don't know. She sells albums, so they're like, well, she's famous. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, there you go. That, that's all that seems to be what they like to do. She's famous. All right. <laughs> well, okay, so it's a stage version of the movie. Mm. Why? That doesn't make any freaking sense. Yeah, it was. They just freaking stole from the movie. It was lot. Certain things were line for line. <sighs> like a lot of. Now I'm not talking about certain lines were line for line. Certain scenes were oh. completely line for line from the movie. Now, if it was a play, of course you don't mind that because that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. But if you're gonna do some sort of adaptation, and why do they add in some scenes from the show? You either do the fucking movie or you do the fucking show. It was she like was, a best of or something. But it like wasn't the... the best of because we'll get into it later. But there are certain mm-hmm. songs that they just decided, we're not going to do this. And there were certain songs that they decided, let's put this in. And it didn't make any sense whatsoever why they would do that when they had a perfect opportunity to put in a great song. Um, but what do you think? Like, I, I just, I don't know. You might as well just watch the freaking movie with John Travolta yeah. because, like, that was better. Like, what did this do that... that that you couldn't get from the movie, you know? What did this show that we couldn't have gotten from the, the movie? There was, like, a lot of extra shit that was unnecessary, and they were trying to, like, make it, like, you know, like, oh, it's a special live event, and it's so cool because we got all these famous people doing shit. Yeah. But it was just not good. Like, I don't know. It, I was just, I mean, it was it was fine. It was, like, you know, Grease is a silly, stupid show. It's not <laughs> supposed to be, like, deep. It's not freaking, like, Big River or anything like that, you know, but it's it's fine. It was like if you want to be like entertained in a like silly way, it's fine. Entertained in a silly way. Yeah, like if you want stupid entertainment, like it's like dumb entertainment. It's like right. watching Austin Powers <laughs> and the spy who shagged me. Did you want to jerk to that too with the spy who shagged me? Well, oh, because the word shag is in it. Yeah. No, because at that point I was way older and realized that it was a sequel to the first one, which by the way I thought was gonna be god awful. I refused to watch it, and then I saw it, and I fucking loved it. Yeah, that was very right. Second movie was good. Third movie was horrible. I didn't know even though I saw the third one. But, uh... Gold but, member or whatever. Gold member. I don't think I watched that. But, uh... But freaking... Uh, that was the thing. Like, a lot of these people, I didn't know who they were. Like, and apparently they were famous or something. But, uh, I don't know. Dancing was good. But that was... Yes. Does, uh, does that matter, though? No, it doesn't matter. Like, okay, so, like, uh, like before I go into other things, like, what else do you have to say about it? Because there are, like, specific people that I couldn't stand. All right, well, okay. <laughs> so we talked about Jesse J. We talked about the very beginning. So right after that, we get into the hallway where, for some reason, they decide that they wanted to do the movie. That's when we realized, yeah. like, they're literally just doing the movie. Yeah. Um, the first scene should be taking place outside if they're doing the movie because that's where the scene in the movie takes place. But yeah. here they wanted to do it in the hallway. There were these, like, they had a crane. Yes. They loved that they loved fucking crane. that crane. Oh, my God. They kept fucking moving it around and Ugh. pulling it on everybody's face. Pulling it. Ugh. Remember, everyone would talk, and then they'd pull it on them. And then Ugh. someone else would talk, and they'd pull in. And then somebody else, and they'd pull it again. Ugh. It was just pull in and pull in. I'm like, why are you doing so many fucking weird extreme close-ups? I feel like I'm in Wayne's World. Yeah, extreme close-ups. Ah! It's terrible. Ugh. Like, what was up with that? I don't know. They spent the money on it, so they figured they'll use it. 
But why all the pull-ins? I don't know. I have no idea. Because maybe maybe we're going back to the 90s now. Just get the fucking shots you need. I swear. Like, like, if they cared more about, like, the acting rather than the fancy schmancy look at our budget camera setup, maybe they could actually tell a story. Well, obviously they didn't do that good of a job with the whole (laughs) acting thing. Too bad, like, Kenny Ortega should have directed this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Kenny Ortega of uh, Newsies and High School Musical fame. Yes, that's right. Um, so it does start out exactly like the film, almost word for word. Um, with a bunch of kids that you've never seen in your life because they're famous for Disney Channel or Nickelodeon tweets. Yeah. It comes, we've discussed that. Um, they decided, first of all, to change the main character's last name for no reason. Yeah. Like, there's no reason they needed to change her last name at all. Yeah. Sandy's last name being Dombrowski, now being Young. Why, Why was it Young? Because now the character, instead of being from Australia... Oh, like, yeah. Is, she's from freaking From Utah. Utah, she's Mormon. from Utah. But what happens is, it takes away now from the whole situation, because before, Sandy was somebody who had moral values, and she had strong moral values that she believed in, and it was because it was what she believed in. Not just because she happened to be a Mormon. But now it's because she happened to just be a Mormon, so now that's, that's the reason why. So it takes away from Sandy's actual character. Yeah. Because it's not it's something that now we all take it as, this is what your religion tells you to do, and that's why you do it. Right. Rather than, this is me, and I am strong in my beliefs for what I believe in, not what somebody tells me I believe yeah. in. Like you know, like I uh, like I'm I'm like uh I'm not gonna listen to you know the man, <laughs> or whatever. Okay. I don't know. Yes. Well, so it, it was just annoying. Why even me- mention her origin at all? <laughs> like it's it's fine if like she's obviously she's not Australian, so we're not gonna go that in that direction. But why even mention her origin? They don't mention her origin in the fucking show. Yeah. So what the fuck is the point in that? Who gives a shit if she's from Utah or not? Ugh. Did that really make a difference? By the way, today is uh, Salt Lake City Day. Oh, is it? Well, oh, we, shit. No, because you know we did Salt Lake City Pub. Oh was... yeah, I thought it was actually Salt Lake City Day. <laughs> no. I was like, oh shit, it's a freaking like. Part. I would hope that that's not a day. No. Um, so that happens. Fine. Um, then we move into like the scene. From the movie, of course, with uh, Mrs. What was her name? Mrs. Lynch. Miss Lynch, and her assistant. Do you remember that from the movie? The assistant who would yeah, the, she hit the little xylophones. Oh, yeah, yeah, the little xylophone, like the uh, the message. Right. The, uh, yeah. So Anna Gasteyer plays Miss Lynch. She was heavily underutilized. Heavily underutilized, especially because she has a big part. Yeah. And she should be used more, oh. but for some reason, out of all the people that they could have used more, it wasn't her. No. And the woman playing Blanche, the, the secretary, was um, normally... I forgot who actually played her. Dodie Goodman. The She was pay, playing Dodie Goodman if Dodie Goodman was a T-Rex. Oh, with the little... She what? had her arms like a T-Rex in yeah. front of her for some reason. Moving them slowly around. And I don't fucking know why! Like, they must have had rehearsals for this thing, right? Uh, uh, <laughs> Like, you would think that they would have rehearsed it. It was just weird. It Was that, like, a choice of the actor? Was it a choice of the director? Did they want her to be a T-Rex? Was that, like, the thing? I, I have no <sighs> clue. All I can tell you is who, this actress who played her fucking pissed me the fuck off. Why? And she took, like, seriously, I could not pay attention to what Anna Gasteyer was doing. Because all I could see was the constant movement of her fucking little arms doing the T-Rex movement for no fucking reason. Yeah, no fucking reason. Why was she fucking doing that? I have no idea. 
didn't make any oh fucking sense. Oh, fucking God! Ugh. And then, if you wanted to hear Anna Gasteyer sing, if anybody's seen her in um, Reefer Madness, she was great. Yeah. She has a great voice. But, you know, if you want to hear her sing, don't come here, because your, your only chance will be during this number, which is sung by the entire chorus. Ugh. And then you kind of hear her in the background going high. Yeah. And then you'll never you'll never hear her again. Never again, again, again. Again. You'll never hear him again. You've been watching too much. uh, Earl. My name is Earl. Yeah. Again. (laughs) Again. I will. I will. Um. So then we move on to the cafeteria, right? Mm. I I use that in quotes. It felt like High School Musical at this point. Yes. Why was the cafeteria in the gym? Uh, If they they had all this money, this huge budget for sets. Why was the cafeteria in the fucking gym when they could have filmed it outside like they did in the fucking movie? Because they spent all this money on this fucking crane. <laughs> the fucking crane? That they no, they didn't can't need. have it outside because the thing is they had all these people like um like outside like watching. Yeah. Like so they couldn't because otherwise. Right, because otherwise they'd have an audience. Yeah. Then... So it could, they didn't want to have an audience. But yet they had an audience. I didn't get that. I didn't understand that. Ugh. It's a show. Bring it outside where Ugh. the fucking people are. Just tell them, hey, we're recording this. Don't make any noise. Just like a no- normal show. You, you, would, if you go out to see fucking a Broadway show and you pay $120 for it, do you make noise during it? Unless you're an asshole? Yeah, like you don't. Like, no. Um, it doesn't make any fucking sense. What the fuck? They could have just filmed it outside and then they wouldn't have to worry about sets. But no, instead they just used the fucking gym. What kind of cheap school is this uh, that they eat in the gym? I feel bad for the students. That's disgusting. Rydell High sucks. I know, I don't want to go to Rydell. Nobody wants uh, to go to Rydell. Sucks. So before we get into like what happens now, you said you had something to say about people. Pretty much everybody's here. Is your, you, you had issues mm. with certain people? Or no, do you not wait until, yeah, I will wait till later. All right, let me know when it comes up. Okay. So we're in the gym. Or the cafeteria. Or the gym. Gym cafeteria. And (laughs) this scene, again, plays exactly like the movie, except, you know, the movie was much better. (laughs) The acting was so much better. Um, And we have Patty Simcox, who, in the movie and the show, kind of just shows up and she's like, hi, I'm a cheerleader. And then they're like, "Uh, making fun of her. And then she leaves. Yeah. And that's like the the end of her role. She does not have a role in in Greece, really. Patty Simcox... Is kind of nothing. Yeah. She's just there. Um, but for some reason, they felt the need to give her a role and actually have her do stuff. Yeah, that was weird. And it, again, was not relevant to the plot. No. At all. They just had her, and they had her being mean too, but we'll get to that later. It was it was just an odd thing. Um, but Patty Simcox was like overacting almost as much as Kiki oh. Palmer was. Oh, God. Kiki Palmer. Like, we have seen her actually like act. She, I think I she forgot that hell. she wasn't in Scream Queens anymore. I think so. I think that's what it was. Because <laughs> it was, like, so overacting. It's like, oh, my God. Scream Queens, she was purposefully overacting for the comedy. Yeah. Um, And then she was here overacting for what? This was the little girl from Akilah in the B. Remember how great that movie yeah, was? She was a good actress. She was like, amazing in that hell? fucking movie. And now here she is. And she was enunciating everything she was saying. Oh. Remember when she was doing that? Well, she was also Cinderella in the uh, Broadway uh, the revival recently. She was, I think, the last one who played her. Right. Yeah, so maybe she was just, like, enunciating for stage. It was, it was not good. Oh. Um... And a fucking shame, mind you. Yeah. So we move on to Summer Nights. 
Mm-hmm. Everybody knows Summer Nights. Yes. It was, again, kind of the same, except for the fact that the girls' choreography was like, stand up, sit down, stand up, yeah. sit down, stand up, and then sit down again, and then stand up and sit down one more time, and yeah. again, and again. And that was it. The guys actually were doing things, but did you notice that the girls were just standing up and sitting down over and over again? They oh, weren't actually was it, dancing? Was it their skirts? Like, were they afraid that they were going to, like, show too much cooch or something like that? I have no idea. <laughs> All I know is we finally get to hear Julianne Huff sing for the first time since Rock of Ages. Oh, God. And what did you think? Oh, God. <laughs> she should really stick to dancing because she's a dancer. She's not a freaking singer. They're trying to make her a singer. And the thing is they're trying so hard to make her this, like, star, this triple threat star. But don't force something that's not going to happen. Like, she's a great dancer. Just let it be, you know? like She, she hits the notes. She's not... It, she's uh, not so terrible that she's not hitting the notes no, like some other hits, people that yeah. we'll talk about later. Um, but she has no resonance. She has no, no feeling to her voice. She's just no. like, summer days drifting away to uh, oh, those summer nights. Well, oh, well. Like, it's like <laughs> yeah, she hits the notes fine. Yeah, she doesn't do anything with the song. Yeah, like it's, it's just it's boring. It's tedious even. Yeah, yeah. Tedious and it's boring. like, okay, are you going to be done yet? She's shit. Stop acting. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Now. But they want her to be a star because she has that superstar look to her. So it was about at this this time in the show that I realized we're not getting the show, are we? This is Uh, the movie. Because I even though I noticed certain things, I was like, okay, maybe they're just combining it like you said that they were gonna be doing. But I started really realizing that they're not combining shit. This is the movie. I saw this all already. And even if they do certain songs, which they should have been doing at this moment, like the one I wanted to hear, was not being done. I'm like, guess we're not doing it. But we did get to see something amazing. And a new scene. A scene that we hadn't seen in the movie or in the show before. It was so exciting to watch 15 minutes of a cheerleading competition. Sorry. Audition. Ugh. It was just like the show off, like, oh, look, Julianne Huff can dance. Let's watch her do something. Yeah, but they even, they had a stupid fucking fourth wall joke. The, um, who would want to watch a dance competition on TV? Remember that? Yes, that that, that was like so groan worthy. (sighs) Just, just stop. Stop Stinker! Stinker! Stop with the stupid joke. Stop taking away from the fucking show. Stupid. So we get to watch this added scene, this bonus material, y'all. Terrible. (laughs) Ten minute, ten to fifteen minute cheerleading tryout. It was way too long. Are you fucking kidding me? It was sickening. Is this Grease or is it fucking Bring It On? Bring It On, Grease. Terrible. Terrible. Really? I mean, awful. Like, Like, was there any point to that scene? Because I didn't really fucking see any. Well, maybe it was in her contract. She was probably like, well, I'll do the movie if you let me have some, like, random thing where, like, I, like, dance around and show that I'm aerodynamic. For forever. Forever. Just, just have yes. to keep going on yep. and on and on. Exactly. <sighs> well, Jesus fucking Christ. Anyway, let's let's just move on. So that happens. That now, now we're in um, the, the scene when we're in Frenchie's room. Oh, God, yeah. And, and so... They're all together, and they're, they're doing their little thing, and, of course, more lines being taken directly from the movie. And it's mm-hmm. jarring, because you know the line before they're going to say it, and yeah. it's, it's weird. When you do a show, you usually don't know every line unless you were in that show. Yeah. And I was in Greece when I was a kid. Yeah. And I still would have been okay if they were doing the show, because I, I, I'm still not going to remember every fucking line. Yeah, but they're just doing the fucking movie. Yeah. 
So they decided that they're going to take a movie. Sorry, I'm going to keep that in because I have to. They're going to take a song from the show, finally. Mm. It has to be those magic changes, right? Or Rainy on Prom Night? No. They chose the worst song from the show. The worst song from the show. Oh. Freddie, My Love. Sung by um, Martina... Uh, what's her fucking last name? Maraschino. Marty Maraschino. Uh, Kiki Palmer's Kiki character. Palmer. Is that her character's um, name? How do you yes. Her character's name. <laughs> Freddie, My Love is the worst song from that show. So boring. It's, it's, first of all, like even when they do it on stage, they usually do it with like no set. It's just like them singing it, and it's just awful. Yeah. It's just like, Freddie, My Love... Na 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 na. Oh oh. It's it's so fucking boring. And this was no different. It was in fact worse because Kiki Palmer was still enunciating every fucking word. Freddie, my love. Na na na. The only good thing about it was these those quick changes that they were doing. Remember the quick changes? Yeah. Oh yeah, that was actually pretty cool. She changed it twice in that scene. So that was fucking awesome. But it was bad, and it didn't make sense for them to do this song because Marty isn't even given much to do after it. Like, the whole point of that is because if... I don't know how much you remember the show. Do you remember the show? No, I don't remember it. Well, in the show, the T-Birds, or they were the uh, Burger Palace boys in the actual show, not the T-Birds, and the Pink Ladies um, were actually given roles. They actually had character. So we had Sonny, had like a whole... had a story, Putsy had a story, Duty had a story, and Roger, who's not in this at all, had a story. Roger's the one who sings Moonin, by the way. Oh. I spend my days just mooning over you. Which, you know, kind of made it in without mm. a character singing it, yeah. which we'll get to. Yeah. Um, but, like, the thing was, the same thing with the Pink Ladies. They had fucking stories. They had storylines that went throughout it. Yeah. And Marty was, like, the slut who liked old people. Oh. And... Like, that's why she later on is flirting with Vince Fontaine. Yeah. Which we kind of didn't even really get. No. Um, but she's not given that in this. Like, she's not given that personality anymore. They just threw the song in. So why have the song and they're not going to bring back the story at all? Yeah, it doesn't make any fucking sense. It, it, it doesn't make any sense. It's just like, in the movie, they were all lackeys. And they should have just kept her as a fucking lackey because that's what she was. Yeah. A fucking lackey. She had no fucking part after it. Ugh. And she's just okay. She's yeah. just okay. What did you think about the song? Uh, I thought I was bored. I was like, I couldn't wait for it to be over. <laughs> I was like, this sucks. Yes. Oh, and also, remember I said Patty Simcox has a bigger character? So does Eugene, the nerd. In the, in the freaking movie and in the show, Eugene has a few lines here and there. They made him like an actual role, like he had. They had him freaking like. He was like, yeah, yeah, it was a big role. In he this. had some weird sexual tension with Patty Simcox. Oh yeah, that's right. Like, why the cheerleader and the nerd have a sexual tension? Uh, uh, Let's turn the show on. It's no, just uh, don't do it. Why add scenes to something that you're taking uh, scenes away from? I know it doesn't make any freaking <laughs> it's sense. Ridiculous. Um, so Sandra D happens, right? Yeah. Mm. What did you think about Sandra D? I hated it. Why did you hate Sandra D? I just D? didn't like it. I wasn't like, I don't know. It just kind of happened. And <laughs> it was just there. I don't understand what all like the raving was about. Like, because I just didn't, I didn't feel what other people were feeling. I don't know. Maybe it was one of those things that like was more exciting if you were watching it and like live tweeting it with your friends at the same time. Right. Like, but like watching it, like, you know, and having no distractions, like it was just, ugh. <laughs> like okay 
So I thought it was an okay number. I didn't think it was terrible, but mm. I also I got annoyed at the fact that she didn't say fungul, and I understand that she can't say it, but don't change it to be cool. Just don't say it, because you don't have to say. Because like I know in other versions, I've heard them say just "Hey, I'm Sandra D," and that's it. But yeah. hey, be cool. Why would you say that? Oh. Then you're making it noticeable. Now everyone is honing into the fact that you didn't say "fungul." If you didn't say "Hey, be cool," it wouldn't. It, uh. it wouldn't have thought. I wouldn't have thought about it at all. Yeah. It's, and that brings us to, like, the censorship issue that they had. Because two seconds later, they have no problem making her say, flog your log. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Yes. But it was okay for, like, you know, Kanicki to, like, r- allude to the fact that Danny raped Sandy. With, you know, was the line, uh, uh, did she put up a fight? Oh. Or maybe it was uh, Sonny who says that line. Oh, maybe. One of them says, I think it was Kanicki, but whatever, it doesn't matter. That was said. Yeah, rape is okay, apparently. Yeah, yeah. And it's definitely, definitely okay, the fact that there's unprotected sex. And uh, I think the next scene, oh. that was okay to show. Yeah. And they showed it was pretty fairly graphic, the unprotected sex. That was okay to show. Yeah. But it's not okay to say um, the Chicksel cream, which know. is, you know, not against censorship at all. No. Uh, it was not okay to say, get off my rocks. But it was okay to say, flog your log. Flog your log, yeah. And it definitely wasn't okay for them to say pussy wagon. They had to say dragon, dragon wagon, oh. which I was dreading. I was hoping they would go in a different direction. Dragon wagon. But they say it later on. But Family Guy is in the same fucking slot on the same fucking channel. It's 8 o'clock p.m., isn't it? Yeah, but they have all these, like, Disney Channel and, like, Nickelodeon stars. It doesn't stars. matter. It's not... This is Fox. It's not Disney Channel or Nickelodeon. And freaking, it's Fox. Yeah. And they show fucking Family Guy at 8 o'clock at night on the same fucking channel. Oh. And do you know the shit they get away with? Yeah, I know. All the, like, all the rape shit. <laughs> but I'm talking about the, like... the language. Yeah. They can't say, get off my rocks. Ugh. Fucking... That's ridiculous. It's stupid. It's, it's fucking... Fucking stupid. Ugh. Let's make a family show about sex. The whole show's about fucking. That's what the show's about. Don't do the fucking show if you want to make it family friendly, you fucking cunts. Yeah. Fuck you. Sucks. <laughs> the worst. Uh, you don't have much to say. No, I just, like, freaking didn't, like, like it. Like, I was just, like, disappointed. I was Because the thing is, like, it was just talked up so much. And, like, I was, like, looking at people's, like, tweets and stuff. And, like, you know, like, or their Facebook posts and stuff. And they're just like, oh, yeah, this is going to be awesome. Everyone was so excited. I, I, we watched it uh, afterwards because I was out doing this whole sleep no more thing. Yeah. So we ended up watching it, like, a few days later on the DVR. Yeah. So we already saw all the hype. And we were like, What's yeah. it? why is it so good? I'm so excited. Yeah. But this is not why I didn't, I didn't just go, oh, it's it just because it was hyped up. No, it was just bad. Was just if bad. I saw it the day of, I would have thought it was bad. And I probably would have gotten into arguments with people on fucking Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, probably. Um, so Rizzo and Kaniki fuck. Apparently that scene's not offensive, so whatever. Yeah. They, they fuck and there's uh, no condom. And they don't, they don't really have much repercussion because she's not pregnant in the end. No, so it's like, so oh, yay. That's all right to show. Yay, she's not <laughs> pregnant. Yeah. Uh, Eve Plum is the boy's shop teacher. Yeah. I, I, Eve Plum must really love Grease, <laughs> and she's like, "Hey, I'm Eve Plum. I was on uh, that little show called The Brady Bunch. Yeah. Can you please put me in the Grease live show?" Because I, I had a catchphrase, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so since I'm so iconic, you should definitely put me in this. It's like she obviously like really loved Grease or something. Right. <laughs> I don't know. She plays the shop teacher. She doesn't have anything to do. No. Shop teacher, by the way, only being in the movie version. 
which I completely forgot while watching it because it was such a fucking unmemorable character. And, the, yeah. and she shows up like a bunch of times. like in Twice. Suit, like twi- was it twice? Yeah. I thought it was at least three well, times. Well, the curtain calls three, oh, yeah, but twice. Yeah. She comes right there and then before they go to Thunder Alley to give them like a, a pep talk. Oh, that's right. Because I thought that she was just going to show up the one time and just be that one cameo and yeah. be like, okay, we're done. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> So yeah, that character does nothing, and it doesn't matter. We already talked about Grease Lightning. What did you think about the for, besides the censorship? What did you think about that number? Because the whole thing was I couldn't even really pay attention because all I could think about was the fucking censorship. I I, I oh. was dreading them saying Dragon Wagon, and they did it. They had a cool um uh change. They, they had a cool what quick change. Didn't they have a cool quick change? Oh yeah, they, yeah, and yeah. The, the car too had a yeah, quick change. Yeah, <laughs> so that was pretty cool. I mean, you know, that's all I can say about it. It was cool. Like a cool. The dancing was good, I thought. Yeah, the guys are way better dancers than the oh, girls. Yes. Oh yeah. Like the guys are actually really good. By a long this. shot, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I thought that it was fine. It was fine. I mean. But you were you already were annoyed because of the censorship. The dragon so wagon you. thing. I know. It's it's like it's not a high school play. No. We're not doing a high school play. We're watching it a fucking musical. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's it's. They're just fucking retards, yeah. whatever. It's fucking late night TV. Yeah, I know. Jesus Christ. All right. So they go to the diner again. Um, what happened next? <laughs> you were waiting for that song to happen. Right. That's what happened next. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so they go to the diner again, and, like, I don't know. It's just another word-for-word reenactment of the film at this point. The whole Danny and Sandy, and they're at the yeah. jukebox, and this and that, what have you. And then finally, after, you know, it was funny. Because I did like the, the lead-up to the song that they're about to play. Because I like the fact that during the part where he was supposed to play it, in like in the musical, in the, in the play, yeah. he started to play it, and then they stopped him from doing it. And I thought that was really clever because I was annoyed that they weren't going to do it. So when they did do it, I got excited. I was actually like, finally, something good yeah. is happening here. What did you think about those magic changes? Um, well, first of all, funny thing, I uh, having done musicals like or whatever, but never having done Grease or whatever, when right. like people were talking about those magic changes, I didn't know that that was the name of the song. I thought that they actually meant those magic quick changes. Like, quick change meaning you wear one costume in one scene, and then all of a sudden you're wearing another costume because, like, you have a really good person, like, costumer in the back changing you. So but I you thought, know those magic changes. I've played that on yeah, guitar I plenty of times. I didn't know that was the name of the song. So when people were mentioning those magic changes, I was like, oh, they have really magical quick changes. Like, legit. I thought that that's what people meant. And I was like, oh, that's what they, like, call it. Like, you know, like, those magic changes. I thought that that's what they meant. Like, no joke. Okay. So then I was like, oh, were well, those quick changes? Oh, yeah, Grease Lightning. They did the so crazy quick change. what about change. the entire time when I was saying, they're not going to play those magic changes? Well, then I was like, wait, what are you talking Oh, it's a song? Do they do a lot of quick changes So did you it? not know what song I was talking about until they played it? I did not know. But you knew the song. I've heard the song before. Yes, I did not know that it was called okay. those magic changes. I just thought that when people were mentioning <laughs> those magic changes, I was like, oh, those magic changes, meaning those mag- those quick changes Why that were so magical. Why would everybody use the exact same phrasing? I don't know, because I thought that they were magical. <laughs> well, what did you think of the song? <laughs> the song, the guy who sang it, his voice is freaking amazing. It's beautiful. At first, he was like a little pitchy. 
in the words of uh, Randy Jackson. All right, <laughs> I like that I had to look soon. away, yeah. like you were embarrassed to yeah. say his name. Just so, now. like, uh, it was really a funny moment. <laughs> soon to be R.I.P. American Idol. Thank God. Uh, but freaking... I thought you were gonna say soon to be R.I.P. Randy Jackson. Oh like, no, that's not nice. No, that's not nice. But but for freaking like uh, it was a little pitchy at first, but it was probably because he wasn't singing for so long, and this was all done live, so his voice was probably like not like warmed up yet or something. Like, so then freaking, uh, when he did sing, like when he like got to the sweet spot in his voice, his voice was freaking amazing. It was yeah. really nice. Very, uh, very, uh, buttery voice. Yeah. I like the way they did the scene too, how they broke, like, I didn't look, I didn't like that. They added the, the movie stuff of him doing the wrestling shit and like no. the baseball, sh- you know what I mean? The yeah. basketball and all that stuff. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, that was kind of annoying. Because that's obviously directly from the movie. And even the clothing they were wearing was directly from the movie. Yeah. But I did like how they interspersed those magic changes through those scenes. Yeah. So it kind of was like, all right, like, this happened and this happened. I guess it's him changing for her. Yeah. So it, cha- it changes. <laughs> yeah, it changes, yeah. The meaning of the song, which is okay, I suppose, especially because the song's really just about the guitar changes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like the chords... It's just such a beautiful song, and it's yeah. it's in the movie. If you're when they're at the dance, yeah. it's in the background playing during uh, the slow part of the slow dance of it. So um, I I I like that they actually brought it in as a real song, yeah. because it's my favorite part of the fucking show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I don't like that they did that they did the stupid him turning into a jock like they had to go through mm. each thing. That's, that was stupid. Yeah, that was annoying. Um. And plus, without Sid Caesar. I mean, I thought the, the coach, first of all, black guy, which was cool that they did that. Yeah. Um, but he was not very good, I didn't think, as, the, no. as that character. He wasn't memorable or anything like that. No. Like, and no. he was he's a celebrity, I guess. I don't he's, know. I don't know. He's been a bunch of shit. They should have gotten the genie. They should have, yeah. Why the hell didn't they? Because he's in New York doing a lot. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, he could have just taken the week off or whatever. He's freaking like. <laughs> he should have because, you know why? He would have been really funny in that role. He had the same, mm-hmm. like, kind of, like, um... Shape of face. Yeah. Oh good? shit! Oh, he would have taken more than a week off. He would have had to take like freaking like a month off because then they'd have to go through rehearsals and shit. Oh yeah, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, no. Well, he, I thought he would have done the role a lot better than the guy who did yeah. it, because uh, that guy was definitely no Sid Caesar, and he didn't bring anything else to it. No. So. Um. So yeah, so that was good, and you know, the duty guy. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Um. So now. Let's talk about let's talk about some talent because this, <sighs> this is what's gonna happen now. Talent this is my favorite part here. Um, Didi Khan, she showed up. Oh yeah, she was like the waitress. I like the fact that Didi Khan played opposite her character in the movie. Yeah, like that was kind of cool. How how Frenchie being played by uh, Carly Rae Jepsen, which we still haven't mentioned yet, but we will very very shortly. Yeah. Um, I liked how she when she was playing Frenchie. D.D. Khan was playing the role, the role that is always talking to Frenchie, yeah. Vi, and um, at the diner, the witch at the yeah. diner, and um, it was. I thought it was odd how she was giving the advice that Vi gave to her a long time ago. It was like a losty type feeling. Yeah. Didn't you feel that? Like, yeah, like a like, like losty, that. like like oh my god, it's all cyclical. Everything comes around. Uh, yep. yep. <laughs> So I thought and then you're going to cool. end up being a waitress. Mm, well, yeah. So later on, Carly Jepsen is going to be a waitress. Yeah. And she's going to be giving the same exact yep. advice to, to whoever's the new popular person yeah, at the time. Exactly. Although I don't think Didi Khan was a very popular person. No. She was just Didi Khan. Um, but I really like that. Oh, jeez. What do I say about Carly Rae Jepsen? 
Well, first of all, we can talk about her acting. I mean, it was awful. It was awful. It was terrible. <laughs> like, freaking, uh, freaking, it was just because she had that one famous song that everybody sang over and over again. I don't know why. It wasn't that good of a song. I didn't like that song. I, I didn't care for it at all. But she did play freaking Cinderella. On Broadway, I don't know how. horribly. Did she get bad reviews? Uh, oh, she got terrible reviews. Good. And apparently they she had to, it. like, lower the keys for her. She was in it at the same time that uh, freaking Fran Drescher was in it and as the, the stepmother. And they also had to lower the keys for her because she couldn't sing. Like, so freaking, but apparently all, the, all these theater kids, like, when I talked to them about it, they're like, oh, yeah, they, like, they, they only wanted to see it when she wasn't in it. They, they just wanted to see her understudy. They're like, they're going to see Cinderella. <laughs> they don't want to freaking see Carly Rae Jepsen as Cinderella. They want to see her understudy because apparently her understudy was like a million times better and actually sang it in the right key. Right. <laughs> yeah, but she was just awful. Like, she couldn't sing. Like, she couldn't act. I don't she, she know. She didn't like... look right for the part either. No. Because, like, Frenchie's not supposed to be this, like, cutesy, adorable yeah. pop singer. Yeah. Which is what I guess she is. Yeah. Because Frenchie didn't... She had a more rugged look to her. And I'm not calling her ugly. Yeah. I'm saying she had a rugged look. She was very, like, she was hardened. Yeah, life rough around the edges. Well, life has brought her down, and as, as nice as she was to Sandy yeah. always, she was a, a very nice character. Yeah. She was not the cutesy, like, bubbly girl. Yeah, she was ever. too cute. She's it's, a fucking yeah. dropout. Yeah. You don't... Pretty people don't drop out of high school. Yeah. <laughs> they get by because they're pretty and people just exactly. give them good grades. Yep. We all know that's true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's kind of what I'm saying. Not, I don't even think that Carly Rae Jepsen is pretty, but cutesy people and bubbly cutesy. people definitely yeah. don't drop out of high school. I'm no. sorry. Um, and now all of our high school, because you know all of our listeners are pretty much high school dropouts, and they're all not listening anymore yeah, because they're like, oh, yeah. they're like, fuck you, trying to say that we're not pretty. No, you're all ugly, but we love you. Yeah. <laughs> we love you. We love you. Um, even though her acting was so terrible, it could not possibly surpass the fact that her singing oh. was so bad. Oh. And I'm not talking just, like, bad. It wasn't just bad. It was fucking bad. And you might be questioning me, saying, wait, Frenchie has a song? Oh, she does now. Frenchie now has a song. They added not only scenes, but a song for Frenchie. Now, I don't know for a fact who wrote it. Do you? No idea. I'm assuming, and this is an assumption... Because of the way it was written, that it was written by Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, yeah. It was a pop song. It had zero 50s feel. It was bad musically. Ugh. It was bad lyrically. And holy shit, it was bad vocally. Ugh. Her sing She didn't get one note right. She was off key yeah. from the moment she opened her fucking stupid mouth till the moment she stopped singing. And this is the very... I, I never do this. And you know how I am. Yeah. I did something I never did before. While watching something, I picked up my phone. I did not press pause. I picked up my phone and I went to social media and I fucking tweeted and I fucking uh, posted something on Facebook. And you know I don't do that. No, you don't. You you pay fully full attention. Yeah, I was. That's how bad this was. That I'm I'm telling you guys. If you saw it, and you think she was good, 
don't listen to our fucking musical, you assholes. <laughs> because yeah. we actually have good musicians and I don't want to waste them on you. Uh. Um, but I don't think anybody did think she was good because she was so fucking bad. Yeah. So fucking bad. I'm looking at the name of the song was All I Need is an Angel. Hmm, that's weird. Like, it was written by uh, Tom Kitt and Brian Yorkie, and they've done Broadway stuff before. So, okay. like, why are they writing, unless she just can't hit any of the notes or whatever. But it was a bad do. song. No, I don't the song care. was awful. I don't care if they've done anything before. People write bad songs. I mean. Yeah. They wrote it, like, in the style of Carly Rae Jepsen. That was right, it wasn't in the style of Grease. No. And it should have been in the style of Grease. Yeah. And then I wouldn't have had as much of a problem except for her voice, and I would have just complained about her voice. But I, the song was written very, very poorly, yeah. and her, oh, everything was bad about it. Ugh, what did terrible. you feel? I hated it. I hated it so much. Like, I was just like, I, I, I tuned out, just didn't pay any attention. It was just bad. I hated listening to her. It was just, why? Why? <laughs> It, it doesn't make sense. The, the fucking show takes place in 1950 fucking nine. So why is the music 2016 pop? It doesn't make any fucking sense. Like they, you know what it was? They tried. They were trying to win like an Emmy. They, they're not. There's no. There's if no they even way. get nominated for that piece of shit song, I will fucking. Where, the, where are the Emmys in New York or in uh, California? I will fly to California, and I will scream at them. I'll say, you fucking assholes! That song was terrible! And then I'll have Strong Bad come and do the same thing. Yes. May or may not look like me. You fucking I can't even do it right now. My voice is so fucked up from being so angry about this shit. God. Such bullshit. Yeah. You have anything else to say about that song before we move no, on? No, I just hated it. I can't, uh, I don't want to give it that much freaking, like, you know, the time. Because, you know. I didn't even write about the next scene for some reason in my notes. I'll just have to go by memory. Uh, boys to Men show up out of nowhere, and they yeah. sing uh, the Teen Angel part. Oh, yeah. Um, Beauty School Dropout. Beauty School Dropout. They did a fine job. Yeah. Uh, I thought that the main singer was better than the other two. Yeah, their voices are like... I mean, they are they in their 40s. Yeah, they weren't yeah. awful at all, no. by all means. But they weren't as good as Boys to Men used to be. I know. Their the harmonies, they're not as tight anymore, but, but if it was fine. if it wasn't live, they would have done a good job, I yeah. think. And the, the, the only problem, and it wasn't their problem, was that it made no sense. Because there's nothing to tell you that they're actually teen angels, so where are they coming from? It doesn't make any fucking sense. You know what I mean? Like, in the Frankie Avalon thing, he, Frankie Avalon, right, was who played him? Frankie Avalon, was it? I don't remember, Frankie, probably. Frankie, Frankie Avalon, Munoz. yeah. He comes, Frankie Munoz comes down in the wings in, in 1978, right, was the movie? Was it? Uh, 70 something, yeah, one of them, um, yeah. Frankie Muniz somehow is alive and is fire. Yeah. But he had wings. It came down. It looked like an angel. You knew he was the teen angel. Yeah. That was his part. You could see he was a teen angel. Uh, they didn't look like angels. They were just kind of there. They were just there. They looked like a doo-wop group. Yeah. And they, I think they copied the choreography from oh. the movie because it was pretty much the same thing. Oh, well. Um, but that was not their fault. The, mu the music was fine. She, they were good. Um, so I don't really have anything bad to say. Yeah, I don't have anything bad to say. Um... So at the dance, <laughs> this is where the, the shit storms come. The shit storms started with the Carly Rae Jepsen song. Yeah, it could it, it gla glazed by the the boys to men because that didn't that wasn't bad. But now it just rains down because there's mm. so many problems with this dance scene. 
Oof. What should we start with? We start, I'll start with Marty because that's we already kind of talked about that. Yeah. So Marty Maraschino, first of all, is supposed to be 17 years old. Yeah. She's 17 years old. They mention it in the movie. It's In this, she's 18. Uh, now, that would be fine if she tried to fuck, um, what's his name? John Stamos. John Stamos. John Stamos. No, what did I say John Stamos? <laughs> Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez. Who played Vince Fontaine. Forget, I was his... just thinking, thinking of like that that, that suit. That suit kind of looks like John Stamos's suit like in Grandfathered or whatever, that new show that he's what? on. What? Who watches that? I don't know what he does, but I remember, nobody will, but nobody I re- will. remember seeing like his uh, suit. Well, it looks like Ryan Seacrest's suit. Oh, okay. So, um, so Vince Fontaine, the character, yeah. forget that it's Mario Lopez, um, she's supposed to be hitting on him. And he's flirting with her, and then he drugs her. Yeah. That, yeah, that, none of that happened. No, no. He, he flirts with her, and then she, like, kind of does this weird, like, I'm my own woman, I don't want to be fucked by you, yeah. type of thing. And you're like, what? Okay. Why did that just happen? Yeah, that was weird. Like, why did that moment just happen where she, like, is like, I don't need you, or whatever the hell she yeah, said. Yeah, that was weird, like, because it's like, freaking, she's, like, all talking about wanting to, like, have sex with him, and then all of a sudden she's like, oh, never mind. <laughs> I just, I, I just didn't feel it at all in here, and freaking, I don't understand why like they would change her age. I can understand changing her age if, if there was an implication that they, that were, they fucking. were fucking. Yeah, but they didn't fucking. It was a, a, not only did they not, he didn't drug her like in the movie. Yeah. And I'm going by the movie because this is what the thing was going by the movie yeah. rules. Um, they didn't drug her like like he did in the movie. Although they, a lot of people say that it was an aspirin, and then you're like, why would they? Why would the fuck would you give him an aspirin? Yeah, I don't know. doesn't make any sense. Um. And then she doesn't try to fuck him. So what's the point of even changing her there's, age? There's no it's, point. It's a little. It's just a little annoying that they had to mention it. That's it's all. like super PC then. Right, because it was for no reason. If it was for a reason, I'm fine with it. But there was no reason to change her age. No. Um, the second thing, the band. Ooh. Not Johnny Casino and the Gamblers, mind no. you. No. But basically the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, <laughs> it was a, just the one Jonas. Yeah, the one Jonas. J- D-N-C-E, which is dance without the A. Yeah. I, who knows why know that's why. a name. I don't get it. Um, they were off. I mean, they were really bad. Like, I think they did a terrible version of, like, the hand jive. Yeah, it was terrible. And they, they didn't even do the fucking hand yeah, jive. That, yeah, I was going to get to that. People said that the choreography was exactly the same as was in the it, movie. Was it really? I, I'm pretty sure they didn't, because they didn't even do the how low do they go. Figured they did it in the music, but nobody went low. And in the uh, movie, they're going low. Ah. Uh, so they did not do the same exact choreography. Any of you websites who I read who said that, Ugh. they didn't because nobody went low. And how low do you go in that part? No, no. It, it, they didn't do. They stopped doing the hand jive at one point. No, and then, and then I think they did it at the very beginning. Did they or did they no, not do it at all? No, they didn't do it. They didn't even do it at all. And they're singing "Born to Hand Jive." No. Holy shit! I thought they did at the beginning. Or well, maybe it looked too much like jerking people off. So then they decided <laughs> like to not put it in. And also, hand jive sounds like hand job. Hand job. Born a hand job, baby. You know, when I was in high school, I did. I played Johnny Casino. I was supposed to play Kanicki, but I got fucked over by um, this kid whose f- fucking family's in the PTA, and now Ugh. he works for Disney. Ugh, what a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he works for Disney because he has money. You know how it is. Yeah, no. We're in the PTA now. Mm. We're rich. Mm. Fuck you. Fuck. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> now they're gonna have me killed. Watch right. uh, <laughs> Disney Mafia. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So I played Johnny Casino, and I did say "Born to Hand Job," and I think that it was noticed because the well, the musical director yelled at me. <laughs> Born to Hand Job. I kept changing the lyrics because the 
He said he wanted me to play Johnny Casino other than, rather than Kinnicky because I was the only one who would be able to sing that way. Yeah. Because he's heard me sing. He knows my style, that rock yeah. and roll, whatever. So, you know, I would do it in a way that was kind of under, not understandable because nobody's listening to the words anyway. No. It's, you know, the normal's like, when I was born late one night, the doctor said everything's all right. But I was, I was just singing, when I was born late one night, the doctor said everything's all right. Nobody knew. Yeah. And so I started, like, throwing in words here and there. Oh, <laughs> like, I'm like, the doctor's saying my dick's all right. And oh, shit like yeah. that. But nobody noticed that. But what they did notice was because fucking somebody had to fucking tell on me, oh, basically. I was going, born to hand job, baby. Because it sounds the same. Yeah, it sounds the same. Born, now can you hand job, baby. And I would do the motions and then whatever. I got yeah. in trouble. Anyway, they, they, they played this song and it wasn't good. But the other thing that they did was they played an original song. Mm. The second original song. But I found out later that it wasn't written for the movie. Oh. It was their song. Oh, we by actually, freaking Joe Jonas? By the DNCE people. Oh, shit. And it was one that we featured on this very show. Oh, shit, was it? Yes. Oh, but God. But they remixed it to sound like it was oh, 50s. At least so, they did that. At right. least they, like, freaking exactly. made an attempt to. Yes, that's my point. And first of all, I'll tell you the song, which the audience is probably yelling now because they all know because we played it in an episode. You just have a bad memory. Yeah, but I do have a bad memory. They... They changed it to like this 50s style, and that's why I just thought it was an original song, but I was like, all right, at least they did it in the style of the 50s, yeah. where it's supposed to take place, and that song was Cake by the Ocean. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. It was Cake by the Ocean? I looked it up, and it was fucking Cake oh, by the Ocean. Oh, shit. Something, me. something, Cake by the Ocean! But they did it in the 50s style. Yeah, so they actually did a good job. Wow, <laughs> right, okay, so I, I, I give uh, these DNCE props. But I don't. You know why? Why? Because they took out It's Raining on Prom Night completely. Yeah, well, hell. For that. That's For sucks. Cake by the Ocean. Oh, that's stupid. Okay, that's bullshit. It's Raining on Prom Night is like the quintessential Grease song. Yes, it wasn't in the movie. But it was in the background also at the dance. Yeah. They Nothing. Made it like it a didn't background. get any love. Um, and then, of course, Joe Jonas is a really terrible version of Moonin. Mm. But it gets cut off. Good. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. That's right. There was like five minutes of like no sound. Oh, that too. That was during handjob. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah there, there, there was the 20 seconds of no sound. No, it was longer 30. than 20 seconds. It was probably like a minute or something like I, that. No I don't sound. think it was. I think it seemed like a minute, but it wasn't really. It was a like just nothing was happening. It was like, what the fuck? And everybody like, thought that their TVs were fucked up, but it was really <laughs> just freaking like somebody fucked up. They probably did it on purpose just so everyone would get up and fuck with the TVs. Yeah. You know, Andy Kaufman used to want to do shit like that. Oh, really? Let's just fuck with, you know, with, what is the, the V hold? What's the V-hole? You, you remember on the old TVs that would make the TV go like this? A lot, the lines would happen. You'd have to change the horizontal oh, hold really? and the vertical hold. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, well, he used to want to fuck with it so it would start moving slightly. Oh, so okay. people would get up and try to fix it the TVs and go, I don't know what's wrong with the TV. It's not working. But it's just and then they would fix it by itself. And fucking, they did it in the, um, in the Man on the Moon Ah, uh, yeah. And, and, and fucking the guy was like, why would you want to do that? <laughs> Like, yeah. Why do you want people to get up and, and and think that something's wrong? They'll change the channel. We don't want them changing the channel. He goes because it's funny. Oh, Andy <laughs> and Coffin. that's Andy Kaufman because yeah. it's fucking funny. That's what, I feel like we're like that. I'm not saying we're Andy Kaufman. We're not. We're not even close to Andy Kaufman. No. But I feel like that's how we we feel. That's our attitude. Yeah. Like they're like, why would you do a commentary on the um, vacation video from 2005? Because it's funny. It is funny. It's very funny. <laughs> That's why. It's excellent. Um, 
The other, the one other thing that really bothered me about the whole uh, Jonas Brothers situation or the DNCE situation is that Joe Jonas would not stop fucking moving. Yeah, he was just had some <laughs> weird thing. He's like uh, the kid who wouldn't stop touching he everybody. He was like the kid who wouldn't stop touching everybody. Exactly, he just couldn't episode. stop moving. Like he just could he not. Wouldn't. He like, t- yeah. Vince Fontaine's talking, and he's moving back and forth in the background. You, I could not pay attention. I had no clue what fucking Mario Lopez was saying because yeah. I just couldn't stop watching so him. distracted <laughs> watching Joe Jonas. He took God. away from everything. Oh. Just swaying back and forth like an asshole. Oh. What the fuck, Joe Jonas? What the fuck indeed. So, yeah, uh, Sandy runs away. This time there's, like, a reason behind it. She doesn't want to be on TV. Yeah, because apparently, like, oh, like she's she's uh, what's the word, camera shy or something? Well, she says, but then we find out that it's because her family's Mormon. And she doesn't uh. want them, that they're, they're you know doing the evil dancing thing. Uh. You know, uh. they're like Footloose Town in Utah, apparently. Yeah. So that was that, I guess. So this whole Mormon thing, I did like that they gave a reason because in the movie she just kind of overreacts for no reason. Yeah. And then she overreacts even more. <clears throat> she's the one who runs away. Yeah. And then when he's like, well, I, what do you expect me to quit too because you ran away? No, I'm going to dance with the first person I see. It just happens to be Cha-Cha Di Gregorio. Yeah. So that happens. There's really nothing much to say about it. Uh, he tries to rape her at the drive-in theater again. Yeah. Except in this one, I think it seems creepier than in the movie. Because in the movie, it didn't seem rapey. It just seemed like he was just, you know, a horned up teenager just doing what he thought that Sandy wanted to fuck him. Yeah. He just got the wrong signals. In this one, I didn't feel like he felt like he got the wrong signals. I just feel like he just tried to rape her. He just tried to rape her and he's trying to grab her boobs and like all that stuff. Yeah, he went, he went crazy about it too. And he was like, oh, fuck me. But of course, he didn't say that. But like, it was so odd. It was, it was just really, really strange. Also, like, he's like way older looking yeah. than her. I mean, the thing is, in real life, they're not that far off. And I think they're like five years of or some six years apart but, but he's like, supposed to, I mean, but he's basically 32 and she's supposed to be playing 18 so yeah I know she actually looks 32 like and she <laughs> like is like 26 or 27 who looks like she's could be 23 or 22 mm. or something like that. so apparently in the movie the original movie Olivia, Olivia Newton-John was like 28 29 while John Travolta was actually the younger one though he looked older yeah Oh, before that, by the way, they played Hopelessly Devoted, which was the worst song ever. I fucking hate that song. Oh, like, if, because they were, uh, it was, like, way too loud. Like, it was, like, uh... I love, they overmodulated the mic, o- so yeah. all you heard was, like, Hopelessly Devoted to you! Freaking, because they, the, whoever was in charge of sound probably got into so much trouble for the freaking, like, hand job that, like, because, like, there's no sound. They were trying to over, they were trying to, like, overcompensate by, like, upping the mic so much that it just sounded ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. Or, like, she should not be, like, a singer. She's fine. I guess, like, as a country singer, she's fine. I don't like country, so it's, no, like... It sucks. Uh, I don't know. But it's just... I don't know. She shouldn't be a singer. Yes. No, she know. shouldn't. She should just stick to dancing. She's good at it. Just dance. <laughs> You're good. You're good at dancing. Yeah, I like that they didn't overdo the dance scene. Like... They like could they have. did with the, the cheerleading earlier. They, they could have overdone the dancing. And they didn't. They kept it yeah. the, the way that it should have been. Yeah. Which, so. they get. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um... I thought the driving scene looked really good. Like, I yeah. thought that it really looked like, I don't know, I mean, I don't know where it was, but it looked like they were outside. Yeah, it looked like they were outside. Good lighting. They had yeah. great lighting. Yeah, it was it was really cool. It was very Pirates of the Caribbean-esque, yeah. where you feel like you're outdoors when you're not. Yeah. Um, I did not like, however, the Rizzo-Marty uh, interaction. 
with uh, you know, she finds out that she's got a baby, and uh, she tells her not to tell, or she's gonna have a baby, and like she uh, tells her not to tell anybody, um, and then she tells somebody, and then like five course. seconds later, gets I'm back like, to. Oh her. my god, pregnant. Yeah, um, but in this one, the space was so small that she walked two steps before like that, like, the news got back to her. Yeah. So it seemed more stupid, slapsticky, not yeah. slapstick, but like stupid yeah. than it did funny. Because yeah. it's funny in the movie because it actually, they're talking to each other through the cars. And she has a long walk back to her car. Yeah. And it shows them each telling each other. And then it gets back to her. And that's kind of funny. Yeah. But because it happens so quickly, the joke is kind of not there. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, glad you tried to make that joke. Well, that's another thing they would have had to rehearse. And since they were doing it live, it could right. have, like, you know, been fucked but up. But they could have rehearsed. It just didn't have space. Yeah, they didn't it didn't. Space. It didn't make sense. So, so it, it was that, a soundstage. It was, like, a little soundstage. But then just don't do the joke. Yeah, just don't they, do they, that didn't, again, didn't change the plot at all. No. Except for the fact that Kanicki heard. So yeah. all that had what had to happen was Marty told Kanicki. Yeah. That, then yeah. that would have solved the problem. Yep. And they wouldn't have had to try to make the joke. Exactly. Um, so that's that. Fine. The song Sandy is not as good as Alone at the Drive-In, but whatever. Um, also, the Aaron, what's his name? Tzvit? He's not good at singing rock. No. I didn't like him singing He's rock. He's got a good, like, in, in uh, he was great in Lame Is the movie. He was probably one of the best things about it, because he was actually a musical theater singer. Mm-hmm. Like, and because with all those, like, stars, like, freaking none of them could sing. He could, he could actually sing. He was one of the few that could actually could. Like, freaking, what's the, Russell Crowe and freaking, you know, like, uh, Anne Hathaway. and Anne Hathaway was great. She was a great actor, but she can't, like, she's not a great singer. You just don't like her because she's, like, like from here. I don't like her. A lot of people don't like her. There's a lot of Anne Hathaway. I like her. She's good. She's fine. She's good! (sighs) Idiot. Fine. (laughs) Everybody out there thinks she was good. They're yelling at you for not crying at that scene. No, I think I did cry at that scene. No, I'm saying that she's a good actress, but I don't think that she's a great singer. She's not as good of a singer as people make her out to be. I don't think she's amazing, but she's good. And uh, like, You're saying she's not she's good. She's not, like, her voice is not, like, untouchable, you know? Like, people are like, oh, my God, her voice. Like, freaking, I know so many people who are way better. Well, I thought the majority of the cast was good yeah. in the movie. It was just Russell Crowe, I thought oh, it was awful. Oh, God. Jesus. <laughs> Da, 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 da. Oh. I, feel, I sound like I'm like doing a sermon. Everybody get up and talk about God. Yeah, it's like freaking Gregorian <laughs> chant. I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather listen to Gregorian chant. Two, four, six, oh, Terrible. <laughs> Fuck. Um, okay. So now from here on in, we're getting to the end now. Yeah, thank God. Thank God it's almost. The, no, thank God the movie's <laughs> almost over. Yes. Fuck. But from here on out, every single change made is unwarranted. Oh. Completely unwarranted. Doesn't make any sense. So you ready sense. to talk about yeah. the changes? Oh. Okay. Um, first, the scene I was kind of talking about before, Eugene tells them that the car sucks and they're not going to beat the Scorpions. So then he decides to make them a rocket pack or something. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh, yeah. They mentioned the rocket pack early, too. Like, it was like, oh, yeah, like, oh that's I why was I remember I said some Eugene rocket had a bi- thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because they wanted to all of a sudden make him one of the group. Yeah. And so, like, he shows up, and he does. it didn't make any sense. Like, no. there was no reason to add that to it. It just added more time, which they could have used doing a radio problem. I know. I know. <laughs> um, so that happens. It's fucking ridiculous, too. Rocket, rocket shit? So what, what, you, what is that? What is that? No, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Why take away the realism? Why didn't they oh. just add aliens? They should have. They might as well have. <laughs> Indiana Jones! Fuck, man. And then you have um, 
what happened next? Oh, of course. So Patty Simcox. Mm. Now, even though she okay, she, she's talking about um, Rizzo basically being a slut in the in the movie too, but it's like under her breath, and that's it. It's a little quick thing. Yeah. Rizzo overhears it, and she gets sad and sings her song. Yeah. In this version, she says it loud enough for her to hear, and for some reason, Sandy has to stick up for her. Yeah, that's weird. Like it's this weird thing where Sandy. Okay, Sandy hasn't changed yet. So it doesn't make sense for her to her character to suddenly go from the meek, strong, strong moral, but meek and not and like it doesn't make sense for her to do that. Yeah. That character has not changed yet. She will not change till the very end of the movie, and so it makes no sense for this moment to happen now. It didn't need to happen. It was so stupid. It was so noticeable. Yeah, it was so stupid. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> I I, just, I didn't like it. I didn't think it helped mm-hmm. her character grow. No. I just think that it just took took away from the moment. Uh, so what's her name sings her song, yeah. which apparently everybody thought was the most amazing thing. I thought it was good. In fact, I thought it was very yeah. good. But I didn't think it was the most amazing thing. No, it wasn't the most amazing thing. I think that like people watching it, like their standards are somehow lower. The thing is, like she did a good job, and you know, like the thing is, like her dad had just died that day earlier in the day, right. so freaking like she was obviously like singing all the emotion that was like you know like that was all because like fuck, her dad died. That fucking right. sucks, you know. So like her dad can't even like see her daughter like his daughter play Rizzo, you know. Like so that that emotion was like deep from you know. Her father dying. Right. Which, you know, I think that that probably helped her performance. Not to say that <clears throat> Baby V is bad. Like, v. she was like, Baby V. But she was like, you know, better than a lot of the other people who were in it. But she wasn't like the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> um, now comes the worst moment. Oh, God. Besides Carly Rae Jepsen's voice. That was obviously the worst yeah, moment. Yeah, that was, that was but, the best. That but was the worst. This is what really it annoyed me so much to no end. And this was the climax of the film. Oh, God. So, in the movie, do you remember what happens in the movie? In the show, this whole thing didn't happen, by the way. This is just not even part of the story. Oh, yeah, the, the freaking driving thing. The, the before scene. the driving, though. Oh, shit, what the fuck was before it was the driving? Be- it was right before, the, the whole talking about driving. Oh. Do you remember what happens in the movie? Oh, no, I forgot. So, in the movie, the Scorpions, as they're called, <laughs> they're... Um, they say they're going to be riding, or they're going to be driving for pink slips. They're going to, you know, basically whoever wins gets both gets to keep the other car. Yeah. Or whatever. Okay. Um, Kaniki asks Danny to be his second, right? Yeah. Basically, the second in command. Yeah. Um, and and to drive with him, basically, to be in the passenger seat, I guess. Yeah. And one of the greaser people, one of the T birds, are in the car. And somebody says, I think it's a, uh, is it Rizzo? Somebody was like, see a penny, pick it up. Oh, it was Marty. See a penny, pick it up all day long and have good luck, whatever it is. So fucking Kaniki goes to get the fucking penny. Stupid greaser opens the door, clocks him in the fucking head, knocks him out. Danny has to drive. Yeah. Kaniki is the boss of a gang. He's the leader of a fucking gang. He is a badass motherfucker. Who leads a fucking gang? The T-Birds, a fucking gang. I just yeah. wanted to put that out there yeah. because in the show, uh, sorry, in 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 the show this scene doesn't happen, but in this show, yeah. in the live Grease Live on a on uh, Fox, this is how it went down. Oh God! You see, 
He asks him to be the second. That part's the same. But then they decide, what if we just made Kanicki, the leader of a gang, into a pussy? And now let's make him not want to drive because he's scared. What if I die? I don't know why you would die. But what if I die? Then I won't be a father to my kid who, by the way, Rizzo has sworn up and down is not his. Yeah. (laughs) And also doesn't exist, by the way. Because she's not pregnant. Yeah, she's not pregnant. Spoiler alert. (laughs) And fucking... So he gets to be this whiny piece of shit. And Danny has to stop him from looking like a pussy by pretending to hit him with the car door. And being like, oh, you can't drive. I guess I will have to drive for you. And Kaniki never fesses up to what happens. He pretends to be hurt the whole time. And he lets Danny go out there, get into his mess that he had nothing to do with. He didn't want to go race the fucking car. Kaniki wanted, well, in the show, Kaniki, yeah. I don't know. They changed the fucking singing shit. Kaniki yeah. didn't even get to sing a no, song. No, didn't get a song at all. No. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Why would they make that change? It changes the entire show to me. Yep. And, and, and then comes the driving. So for five minutes. Oh God, it was such a long scene. It's just a bunch of colors in the background. The car is kind of moving. (sighs) It's the entire scene from um, the movie. It's a whole scout check, the whole score of that moment Uh. is played out in full until it's over. And there's zero action because there can't be. No. Now there's a reason that they didn't do this in the stage show. Because you can't get a freaking, like, car, and it'll, it'll just look stupid, like, having, like, two cars next to each other, like, not doing anything. Exactly. You know, somebody posted Ugh. a video of um, them doing it with, like, Matchbox cars. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and they edited it together to look like the Matchbox cars were racing. Yeah. And it looks so much more exciting than the fucking Grease Ugh. live action. That was the point. God. It's on YouTube somewhere. You can check it out. But, fuck it, it was really funny. Yeah. Because it's like they could have just done this and put it on the fucking screen. It would have yeah, been great. I know. But, but instead, it looked so bad. So stupid. But what do you think about the whole Kaniki change? I don't know. Like, I was, like, annoyed that he didn't have a song. I was like, well, really? Yeah. Wasn't he, like, in the, the that Nickelodeon show where he was, like, the leader of a band or something was like that? Was he the that? leader of it? I thought he was. Maybe not. I don't know. Well, either way. But whatever it is, like, freaking, it was just stupid. And, I, I like, his role was not very big. <laughs> it was dumb. Yeah, it was it was bad, but I meant the change of him being a pussy. Yeah, I don't know. It's I don't know. I I didn't I don't know. I I, I didn't care. It didn't bother you didn't, at all. I don't know. It didn't bother me, and I don't know. But I also like was just like, okay, this this show just sucks. Like I think at that <laughs> point I was like, okay, is it gonna be over yet? I think at that point, because I was like, oh, how are they gonna do this? Oh God, it's gonna be stupid. <laughs> so um. So yeah, so that but that's not the last thing that happened. No, There's more. It's not. There's more. So Eugene is now one of the T Birds. Yep, he gets a jacket <laughs> and everything. It's like yay, Eugene, because he built that fucking rocket rocket pack. I I did I throw the remote or I threw something. I, don't know. I, I was so mad something. because they had to add the High School Musical. Anybody uh, could be. No, they couldn't. No, it's a gang. You can't just get into a gang. No. Stop it. They're making it seem like it's cool to be in a gang. Yeah, seriously. Well, that's what Grease is all about. Mm, it was it was such a bad change. Yeah. You do, the, the whole entire reason Eugene got this bigger role was so he could be fucking in the Greasers. Yep. 
I, I can't imagine it. So stupid. Sandra D. Inst- she does the reprise of it, Sandy. And instead of like asking Rizzo, sorry, instead of asking Frenchie, which is, you know, makes sense because Frenchie's, you know, the hair makeup person. Yeah. She asks Rizzo to help her. It doesn't make sense yeah. why they would change that character out. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. What, what the fuck would Rizzo do to help her? Do you think Rizzo would even give a shit? No. She's freaking, like, you know, at that point she still thinks that she's pregnant, so. Does she, though? Does she? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. Oh, so she fucking goes and asks Rizzo. Frenchie has nothing to do with it. And, of course, your favorite ending. Why don't you uh, talk about this change of... Oh, uh, they're at a carnival. And they're freaking, like, playing, like, what was it, like, Pie the Teacher or something like that? What the fuck was that? I forgot what it was. They throw the pie at the teacher, and it was so stupid. And was it the gym teacher? Yeah. Ugh, that was stupid. And then they're just like, oh, yeah, let's, let's, like, you know, like, have fun at the carnival and get some popcorn (laughs) and shit. But didn't you have a problem with the way that she just randomly wanted to change? It was stupid, because the thing is, oh, yeah, that pissed me off, because, like, all of a sudden, I never understood that, why she had to change. Because the thing is, like, he obviously likes her for her. Like, he didn't need her to change. It was her who didn't like him. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, what the fuck? And then she's like, oh, you know, I'll change for him. It's like, no, you should never have to change for anybody. Just stay who you are. Like, freaking... Shouldn't you also then be annoyed that he got the Letterman jacket for her? Yeah, like, what the fuck? Yeah, that is annoying. That was annoying, too. It's like, okay, he's changing himself to be, like, for her. But she, like, he likes her for her. But freaking she decided to change for him. And I guess, like, in the end, just change yourself. (laughs) Because that's how it should be. You should not be true to yourself. Just freaking change yourself and be slutty, even though you're not slutty. And even though this guy likes you, even though you're not slutty. He didn't care that you were, like, not slutty. He actually liked that you weren't slutty. I also don't understand why she changed herself into a greaser. Shouldn't she have changed herself into a pink lady? Yeah. This is for the movie, too. Uh, I didn't didn't get that. Greasers don't date other greasers. No. The T-Birds date the pink ladies. I I don't get it. (laughs) I don't fucking get it. So that happens. And, of course, they they get all excited, and they (sighs) sing all choked up, and everybody's happy. Oh. No, they don't sing all choked up. No. Of course. Why? why would they sing something from the show? No, they sing uh, the horrible, terrible, you're the one that I want. Of course. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, just, did you know, by the way, and I found this out, that Randall Kleiser, he was the director of Grease, the 1978 mm-hmm. film, he hated the song, You're the One That I Want. And really? Saying that it, was, that it uh, quote unquote, sounded awful. And you know what? Yeah. I hate that fucking song. <laughs> you, ne- you don't even understand what he's saying. I, no. You know I didn't understand what he said until I was an adult. Oh, really? It just sounded like, you don't want to blah, blah, Ooh, ooh, ooh. Honey, do what a da. I'm like, you don't want to blah, blah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh. Honey, you want to blah. You want to do. Oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> well, apparently they put that song in the uh, the revival of Greece. They did. They also didn't they put Hopelessly Devoted in too. I don't know, probably, I don't but know. they had the reality TV show where they were yeah, looking for like Sandy and what's his name, like you know, and Danny. Yeah, they basically look like these two. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they all jump into golf carts and sing "We Go Together," which I actually did like the ending because mm. I thought that was slightly innovative. Yeah. They're like, oh, they, they showed, they kind of broke the fourth wall again, and they're like, oh, hey, we're on a soundstage. Yeah. We're in trance. That didn't bother me, though, because I liked it, because it showed 
hey, this was live, and now we're hanging yeah. out. It was it was different. I, yeah. I didn't, it didn't bother me as much as some of the other shit did because they were like, it was like the end, and that's what you do at the end. You get into your golf carts and you get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's Go true. to the parking lot and go that's home. True. It yeah. should have had them driving home. Like, just yeah. fucking, like, in their cars and shit. They're just like, you want to know? Oh, no, no, no. We go together. We go together like Ramblin'. Rick, the fuck out of the road! Yeah, I know. That'd be amazing, <laughs> but that wasn't going to happen. Apparently, like, Vanessa Hudgens went to do yoga afterwards or something like that. Oh, yeah? To make yeah. her pussy tighter? I don't know. She was probably just grieving, and, like, yoga probably made her feel more zen. You know, I was trying to be funny, and you're bringing the oh. dead dad back. Oh, yeah, I am bringing the dead dad back. Yeah, but freaking, yeah, like, I mean, it was like, you know, uh, I, I think that it was, the, they wanted to have, like, the spirit there, you know, like, the energy from the crowd, you know, that was actually kind of nice, because then it's like, oh my god, this is a special event, yay, and freaking, like, these kids from freaking MasterChef Junior were in it, <laughs> and it's like, why the hell are they in this? That's right, they were in the audience. Yeah, they were in the audience. At first, like, I'd recognize one of them, and then I was like, wait a minute, hold on, there's, like, three of them. <laughs> they probably got, like, free tickets, they're like, well, you guys were in MasterChef Junior, so... Yeah. Here's uh some tickets. I like that's cool. All in all, it was it was a terrible event. It was fun to watch because it was so terrible though. Yeah. It was it was like a the room type situation. Yeah. Where it was just like what next horrible thing is gonna happen? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it was it wasn't very good. I don't know what people were talking about, but I mean I guess the NBC ones must be really bad. Imagine we love the NBC Let's ones. check it out. Like, I still yeah. have The Wiz and Peter Pan yeah, on, we on need my to DVR. Watch, we need to watch those two. And so we'll watch. Christopher Walken. Yeah, Christopher Walken. I'm Hook. What hey, can I tell you? I'm Hook. Yeah. You know, Chris, you know Christopher Walken still is uh, going to be in, uh, you know, as King Louie. I'm very excited. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm a King Louie because I'm uh, Christopher <laughs> He's Christopher like super Walken. Italian. Hey, yo, I'm a Louie. Yeah. Is he Italian? What is he? But is he from Italia? Italia? Sicily. Well, he's from Sicily in True Romance. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm from uh, Sicily. <laughs> All right, so it looks like we're not going to have time this episode uh, to talk about Sleep No More, but we have to talk about Sleep No More because it's, it's very important. So what we're going to do is we're going to cut here for now. I'm going to release this today, and then we're going to do the Sleep No More part later on this week, Friday night. Yes, Friday, Friday, Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday. Still so have a double episode. We'll try to talk a lot about Sleep No More. Um, I definitely, definitely think you should uh, tune in on, on Friday. And get that episode because it's going to be really good. I'm telling you, Sleep No More was unfucking amazing um, And we have a lot of good things to say about it. So it might not be a ranty episode, although you know how what kind of tangents we go on. Oh, yeah, that's I'm, true. I fucking have a lot to say about certain things about music and such like that that have to do with Sleep No More. So, But I think that you should definitely check it out, um, especially if you like this episode. And, um, yeah, and then on Tuesday we'll be back with a brand new episode with hopefully a special guest if we can convince her to do it. Yes, hopefully she'll do it. Right. I hope she says yes. She better. Yes. So, yeah. So, everybody, check us out on uh, iTunes and Stitcher. Remember, it's Mouse Rants. That's our name. Did you know that? You've been listening to the fucking show. Search us out. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. Please give us a five-star review. We haven't had a review in a while. Been a while. Been a while. So give us a, a good review, please. We want to be pushed up a little bit more. Um, remember to send all email to mouserants at gmail.com. Um, questions, concerns, I don't know, whatever you have to say. Just if you're like, hey, I want to talk about something, or I want to ask Simone a question, or I want to ask Jerry a question, or I want to ask one of your guests a question, I'll send it along to them. Who cares? It'll be a good time. Um, besides that, what am I missing? Twitter. Uh, you can find yes. me at Jerry the Skids. You can find her. At Simone DeMilo. Whenever I update it. 
Just, I suck just keep writing to her. Yeah, eventually just write to me. Eventually, I'll get back to you. Eventually. <laughs> yeah, and if she's not writing to you, write to me, and I'll make sure I smack the shit out of this bitch. What the fuck? What the fuck? Fucking. And download our last episode, please, because fucking I don't understand what happened to everybody. Download it. It's about this bitch that wrote an article against Disney people. We hate that. We yeah. love you people, and we hate bitches who want to say shit. Go to at High Hills Brook and fucking tell her how you feel about it. Yeah. Um, besides that, I feel like I'm missing one thing. Oh, the website! MouseRants.GQ, like the magazine. MouseRants.GQ. Go there. You can find all of our old episodes and our current episodes. All the show notes. We always have show notes. Check them all out. Again, we've been MouseRants. I'm Jerry. This is Simone. And I don't know how to finish this, so I'll just yeah. say something. Okay, laters, bitches. Well, that's it. You're not going to say, like, a goodbye or anything? Oh, I usually just say laters. Yeah, but you usually have, like, a, a wrap-up to say oh, first. Oh, okay. I well, just kind of barreled through it. Yeah, well, thanks for listening to me. Oh. Yo. I, I, and us. I, I meant about Greece and all oh, that. But okay. Greece? I guess oh, you know yeah. what? We'll do the wrap-up when we do sleep no more. Yeah. This is just a, part one. This is part one. Part, uh. Part, uh. You'll find part, duh, on Friday. Friday night. Yes. Saturday. Sunday morning. Remember that song? Yes, I do. Everybody out there, that's a Long Island band called Edna's Goldfish. And Friday night, Saturday. Imagine they were listening to us. Edna's Goldfish, I fucking loved you. I was one of these Long Island fucks who used to come out and see all the punk and ska shows. They're not listening to us. But if you guys are, you guys are awesome. And uh, you guys are awesome, all you degenerates. Remember to sign up for our Degenerates fan club. And we'll send you emails and shit like that, and it'll be a lot of fun. It's right on the website of mouserants.gq at the top right of the screen. Have a great day, everybody. All right, latest. I nearly said your your thing, and I did stop. You tried to steal my shit? Yes, I did. I did try to steal your shit. Latest. Later, fuckers. Part two coming up soon. I was deprived of a young. By the cruel force of nature from the blue Instead of a night full of romance supreme All I got was a running nose and Asiatic flu 
prom night raining, raining, a 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 prom night raining. You have an okay summer, Marty? Oh, you know, some cocktail parties, some travel. You call a week at a trailer park travel. We had our own shower. <laughs> <laughs>